0: Hello everybody and welcome to episode 521 of Conversation Street. I'm Michael. I'm Gemma. And we are late this week. Sorry everybody. We've been doing DIY, haven't we?
1: Ugh.
0: We're knackered. In fact, you know, at the moment, it is currently Friday night, which is when we usually do the podcast, but I don't think we're going to get through the whole podcast today. We might do little bits of it and cobble it together tomorrow. So you'll probably listen to this on Saturday if you're one of those keynote listeners cobbling that it to it straight away.
1: Yeah, totally cobbling
0: it together. Um, yeah, we're, we're um, but it is podcast decorating we're doing because we're actually we're doing something on the room that we had kind of earmarked as our, this is going to be our actual recording room, haven't we? It's
1: very exciting. Yes. But it's, it's a secret it's
0: a little it's the little box room of our new house oh, it's not a secret it's not a secret I'm going to tell everybody um, and it's where I've, I've been doing some of my school work we've had a desk in there and then uh, like when was it Saturday maybe on Monday even we were like let's just do let's just do something with this room and it won't take very long we just need to take the desk out maybe paint one wall and, and, and then we, think- we get a new sofa to go in there and, that's, and then it's our podcast room. it's turned into more than that
1: yeah, we've really screwed ourselves we've, over. We've bit
0: enough more than we can chew with this. And it now it turns out that we have to paint all four rooms. One of all them's four got walls. all four rooms. One of no, all four walls. All four walls. Yeah. Okay. I'm not to speak tonight. so we're not going to do the whole podcast. Um, <laughs> one, one of the walls has like got damp or something in the wallpaper, <laughs> so it looks a bit of a mess. We've we've taken out bookshelves. We bought. I
1: put. I use polyfiller.
0: Yeah, Gemma's learned how to use polyfiller and take yep. roll plugs out of the hole. Yeah. I'm so proud of her. Um, oh, we have yeah, bought rollers. Thank you. Like even like this evening, in between watching the last Coronation Street and starting recording, we had to go to Tesco's buy some new paint rollers and we put a second coat of paint on some walls. <laughs> so it's a bit knackering. I don't but like it. It's it will mean hopefully by the time you hear us next, we will have a finished podcasting room. We'll be sitting on an actual chair to record the podcast for the first time since September, and and it'll be lovely and and yeah
1: i That's really hope when it's done so because i'm sitting on the bed it sounds fun and cozy is not it it's gives not. me it's backache a, it
0: is it is a bit uncomfortable we're also having a, a real man come in on tuesday aren't we to put some shelves up because we can't man. do it we did try. We have got some shells that we weren't putting up, and, well, that's a, and a couple I had of months ago, with yeah, a couple of months ago, we tried to put them up, drill some holes in the wall, make the big sear of it, and then we're like, no, we're not doing the rest of that. Yes, yeah, so we can have a man come in to do it, and Gemma, this is yeah, so you, you you learnt your polyfilling skills from, isn't it? But anyway, that's why we're late. If anyone's wondering why I didn't learn out my polyfilling
1: skills from a man, you make it sound like the man taught me how to do it. No,
0: from screwing up the um <laughs> from the shells is why you've learnt. I don't know how to do it. You're going to have to be the, the family polyfiller now.
1: Yeah, I'm, I feel like I've got a rare expertise at yeah. uh, this.
0: And if anyone's got a rule plug that they needs extracting from a wall, Gemma's your woman. I can do it. Yeah, yeah, because she is a real woman.
1: I'm a real woman, so I cook and take rule plugs out of walls yeah. and do use polyfiller. What do I do? You're a real, I don't know, what are you? You're a real, you're a fake man.
0: Yeah, yeah I'm a fake man and I can't actually <laughs> you do don't anything, like sports. any manly skills You don't drink
1: beer. You can't do DIY. I
0: love Coronation Street.
1: Well, I mean, that's not a gendered <laughs> pastime, is it?
0: Um, we are going to be talking about the Coronation Street episodes that ran in the UK between the 2nd and the 6th of May today. That's episodes 10,028 to 10,033. And cool, blimey, have we got thoughts about this week's episodes? <laughs> and so does the internet I call it. Coronation Street's been trending this week we everybody
1: can, I don't think we can say what we think because I think <laughs> I, we'll get lynched on I Twitter. think people
0: might know what we think or might understand that we struggle with what we think but we will get to street talk in a little bit but um competition time hasn't it we've been running a competition on twitter this week this is something we've been meaning to do for like two months since we went on the coronation street tour because back in those um when in the episodes where we were describing that we talked about going to the coronation street merchandise little shop thing that they got there and buying out a load of pens and pencils and, and general stationary bits with coronation street uh, printed on the side so we ran a little twitter competition this week and all people had like to do is like and retweet it and we've got five sets of these things to give away we picked out the windows earlier we posted it on twitter so if you enter the competition go and check to see whether you're one or you can just listen because i'm about to say who the winners is this is just the at handles um so so you won't recognize this as you why do you have, to, you have to pick complicated ones the first person is at mj underscore jj061215. Congratulations. At mj underscore jj061215.
1: That's my favourite star. Next, Gemma. At Beth Louise 126 She's really old.
0: <laughs> We've got... Does at... she change,
1: do you change it every year, Beth?
0: <laughs> We've got at noodle hill. Congratulations. Nice. I
1: like that. That gives me a very strong mental image of a noodle hill.
0: Yeah. Just like a little twirl of noodles.
1: Oh, no. I'm thinking they kind of undulate up. Oh, okay. Like a, like a road of noodles that goes up into the sky. Maybe <laughs> at Tony McDon... law. <laughs> I am Tony stupid this week. Tony McDonnell three. Tony Tony McDonald three. I thought it was Tony M- Tony McDonnell hundred and three. No, no. hundred thirteen. And finally uh. at
0: Tiny Terry thirteen congratulations all you five you have one I've and that is not our only coronation street stationery we've got we've got some other ones haven't we so give it a month or so and we might be giving some more away so thank you everybody that entered better luck next time Jamma, do you, do you want to talk about your story about how oh, you're yeah, a little bit silly yeah, when we're voting yeah. yesterday because it gave funny. us a giggle i don't
1: know if you had to be there
0: well, let's find well, we out we went
1: to the polling station didn't we because yes.
0: we were voting yesterday I, I still don't know what we voted for what was it? Is it, it like local? It was for
1: who we wanted to be executed next, so I hope you put your tick next to the right person. <laughs> we were voting for our
0: MP. I don't no. know what we were voting for. This is terrible. What was it?
1: Local council.
0: Oh, so we were voting for our Marias, were we?
1: Um, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we went along, we had to find our new voting place, for our new engaged. house,
0: because we, we obviously we've moved, we didn't know where we were going to go, but Gemma found that out to us, we yeah. went in through the door, I'll be the person at the desk Gemma, you be Gemma. <laughs> Hello, welcome, thank you for voting, doing your civic duty, um, can you tell me where you live please?
1: Um, I can't tell you where I live because I'm on a podcast. No,
0: no, no. Oh um, yeah, that's true. You get, I don't really want yeah, we to can't get give, this...
1: oh, um, no. hang on, let me think of a road. Coronation Street. Yes, I live on um, Correlation Street.
0: This this isn't part of the offer. And can you tell me your number?
1: I don't know. So they asked... I went, oh, I don't know.
0: I don't know that. Oh, so I don't they basically, know that. Gemma told, everybody, told the ladies behind the counter the, <laughs> the road name that we lived in. And when they asked the number, she said, oh, I don't know that.
1: And I, like, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> that. Because I'd just been looking at the piece of paper with the polling thing. And it said, don't need to bring this piece of paper. This is your name and this is your voting number. And I was like... Okay, good, you don't need to know that number. And then when I went in there and she says, what number? I was like, well, I didn't know what number. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and everybody looked at me. Looked like you were a little bit simple. She,
1: looked, she was like... She had a bit of paper with all the... with Like, our road. And she's looking at it looking at me. And you were looking at me. I was like, what is everyone's <laughs> problem? I don't... What, was I supposed to We have to only lived
0: here for seven or eight months, Gemma. And then know. I went, oh, good.
1: <laughs> it's number three.
0: We, we also found out that... Um, <laughs>
1: it's so embarrassing. We I also
0: found out that laughing. the people who used to live in our house are still registered to vote here as well, aren't they? Well, they, they keep we getting nasty them.
1: letters. As I
0: well, know. we we are getting loads of posts for them, and like one of them came the other day. That's like on Her Majesty's service, action required. Yeah, oh <laughs> yeah. We just put it back in the post box saying not known here. But anyway, that's been our week, everybody. Painting and voting and um, I've just been stupid. B- this b- week. B- a bit of Coronation Street watching as well. Thankfully, um, Gemma, I think it's time to do our beginning of episode quiz. I assume oh, you have yeah. got one ready for me this week. That's part of the well, I don't other DIY jobs that we've been doing. You got it's you stupid got a good one for me on this it. week. Yeah, I do want to go to a quiz. I don't know how I'm gonna. Do... Um, oh yeah, we haven't got pen or paper, anything. Because it's so late. Don't worry. I just. do... We'll, we'll remember. Is how we'll do it. No, I'll, I'll type it. So if you hear some tapping, that's just my score. Go. First question.
1: Um. So, it's, 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 it's two six May. Mhm. Two seven, carnationstreet.fandom.com. Second of May, nineteen ninety. I I need to be shot. 1977 go on, go on. there's a competition to name mike baldwin's denim shop who wins and what's
0: the name that wins i got no idea who wins it i didn't know there's a competition well this is when they was called baldwin's casuals was, was it that
1: no was it not what, what's the name the name that wins is baldwin's casuals i think? thought that, that was
0: the name of the shop that went yeah, Vera. I well, don't you don't know, know the answer, though, do you do you? No, I don't know the answer.
1: Albert Tatlock, Western Front.
0: Oh, yeah. Maybe I do remember that. Oh, you do I, don't, so, do you I, don't. I get two zeros for that Yeah, you get two zeros. Zero? Oh, okay. 3rd of May,
1: 1967. After a gap, gap, I've given you some easy ones.
0: Okay.
1: After a gap of 27 years, Elsie Tanner is reunited with which old flame?
0: Oh, God, um This
1: was supposed to be the.
0: <gasps> Steve Tanner. Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, 3rd of May, 1982. Who was mugged off? Who was mugged and hospitalised walking home in
0: 1982?
1: Betty. Yes. Yes. 3rd of May, 2017. Who proposes to Bethany? 3rd of May,
0: do that No. No. 2017. Yes. Oh, uh, Nathan. Oh, no. Yes. Nathan. Yes.
1: 4th of May... Nineteen seventy seven. Deirdre runs for local council oh. on which pressing issue?
0: Um Free glasses for all. I knew free you were saying glasses. <laughs> Belts for everyone. Um Uh She's... we'll come in an environment people hadn't heard of that about then. No. Um It's just where you throw rubbish. I don't know what.
1: Um a crossing on Rosamond Street. I
0: was close when I said parking, No, I knew you were not some, think road related.
1: Um, 5th of May, 1982. Which royal makes a real-life visit to Coronation Street? Queen. Yes. And he, she also brought Prince Philip. Okay. Because he's a massive fan. I know, I know. Of Coronation Street. 6th of May, 2007. Who books Leanne as an escort without realising who she is? Ah,
0: uh, Paul Connor.
1: Yes. Yes. 6th of May, final question. 6th of May, 2007. So, same episode yeah first appearance of which character and final appearance of which character oh how am
0: i supposed to get that oh come on um 2007
1: 2007 we've just been watching i know we have just been watching 2007
0: um can i oh no i i I don't think i'm gonna be able to guess this can i have any clues
1: um they're both men
0: more than that
1: I was. Sort of, I'm really surprised you don't get this because I am um, Twitter, and it was literally there. His uh, carapedia posted. Well, about it. I didn't see it. Um, give, me, give me a little clue. One of the... no, because I can't think of. Um...
0: So this is give me give me a clue for the person whose first appearance it was.
1: Um, it used to be a DJ.
0: John Stape.
1: <laughs> yes, and the final appearance of. Somebody who is a aficionado of music.
0: Vernon Tomlin? No. No, he was still in it after that, wasn't he? Who then? Les. <laughs> oh, really?
1: <laughs> oh,
0: know. Okay, that's not so bad then. So i got six out of ten this week. That's okay, I'll take that.
1: It's a passing grade.
0: Who has got some birthdays coming up, Gemma?
1: 9th of May. Tracy Brabin. Is that right?
0: Braben. Tracy Braben. Talking of MPs. Yeah. And voting and all that.
1: Sally Carmen. Oh, is it Sal's
0: birthday? When is it? The it... 6th? It's tomorrow. No. No. Ninth of 7th. May. 9th of May. Okay.
1: Um, yes, she plays Abby Franklin. Bloody troublemaker. <laughs> Emma Woodward. She's a saint. Who is Sophie Webster second. 10th of May. Maureen Lipman plays Evelyn Plummer.
0: And Lillian Spencer. And
1: Lillian Spencer. I'm sorry, Dylan and Hayden Whitbread, who are the second set of twins who portrayed Freddie Peacock, and they've been eating out on that for years. <laughs> they were born. Logan Blake Pearson, who was Liam Connor the second, another child star who surely doesn't have to ever buy a round of drinks in a pub. Eleventh of May, a new entry.
0: Yes.
1: Jude Riordan, They sound. Oh, is Billigman. it? Is it Jude's fifth
0: birthday? It That's is coming up. Happy birthday to him. 13th of May,
1: Robert Dorning, who played Wally Hunt in Pardon the Expression and Turn Out the Lights. Harry Driver, who is the Coronation Street writer and storyliner, and also the writer and first producer of Pardon the Expression. And Imogen Moore, who played Liam Connor first.
0: Finally, well, so I think Sally Carmen wins the week that week. I have to say, happy happy birthday to well, everybody. about Maureen of course. Oh yeah, I suppose, suppose
1: so. I think everybody. And what about Jade Fielding?
0: Oh yes, I've, I've, what I've is wrong with you? You, you
1: should be playing favourites like this. It Sally gets very dangerous.
0: Out of those. Anyway, happy birthday, that. those people. Um, we're not actually we're not recording Street Talk now. Um, you're going to hear it now, but that'll be us on Saturday. But um, I need to
1: sleep on this because I'm furious. What
0: are you furious about? Uh just, just we'll find out. Find out. We'll find out. I'll find I'll out tomorrow. We find out right forget. now. So, here you go, everybody. Here is our street talk segment. Okay, so we are into the street talk section now. It is the it is the next day. If you've just talk, been listening to the beginning of the podcast.
1: Can't talk long. We've got to get go on with it.
0: We've done. We've done like we've t- already today. We've been to the allotment. We've done another coat of paint. We. Wash brushes, we put mask and tape... No, we take a mask and tape off. It's a busy job. We've accepted delivery of the sofa now, but I didn't realise that it was a construct-it-yourself sofa. You, you did. You hid that fact from me. I
1: didn't hide... Michael, you accuse me of hiding things all the mm. time when I spoken to you about them
0: well we haven't got a room to put the sofa in at the moment yeah so we need to get back on with that later on and Gemma has promised chinese takeaway later tonight as well but i'll make it myself but 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 we need to talk about coronation street first i just need to tell everybody how good you
1: are at the allotment go on then you asked me whether how deep you should bury the tomatoes today didn't you Yes, I think that's. You don't know lingo, right do you? And <laughs> you call it dirt instead of earth <laughs> how or soil. I do. I bury the
0: tomatoes in the dirt? You know yeah. what I meant. And
1: you also, you thought I was—you thought I'd forgotten the word for it when I said, "Can you pass me the dibber?" You thought I was making a stupid would not word. Know
0: what a dibber
1: is, right, A dibber on. is a thing. Ah, uh, I can't believe how little you know about what about gardening.
0: What? Why? Why can't you believe it?
1: Because <laughs> I thought it was, like, common knowledge. No. Like, you I plant would talk about things, Street. you don't no, bury them. Let's talk them. about
0: things that are relevant to my interest at the moment, including yes, the Happy Bubby Baby story. Oh, hang on. What? This is why
1: I got so incensed about the flower thing that time, and you just didn't care. What the because to you, all flowers are the same. But whether it was a thing? cornflower or not. Oh,
0: the cornflower dog grows <laughs> debate. Remember that? <laughs> Happy <Bubby> <laughs> Baby, Baby <laughs> we're going to do first. The Habibli, Habibli Married storyline. Habibli, Habibli Married. and Imran. I'm married.
1: Yeah, I was looking at your... So much has happened this week in life, as well as on Coronation Street. I was looking at your Cory Magis that you did today, and I was like, oh God, they got married on Monday. I thought it was they've, like a month ago. They've had a busy
0: week. They've had a busy week yeah. having one and Toya. And they held the baby for the first time I as know. well. What little, a
1: beautiful baby boo! Little Alfie
0: has been upgraded from, poo. from prosthetic to real. Yes. And he's gone home again now. Uh, which was interesting as well, because when we went up to Manchester back in March, Charlie said, Oh, I held Elfie for the first time today, or just just yesterday, the day before filming. So it's like, now we know. So, he, so both Charlie and uh, Georgia had had a very busy week <laughs> before we went up to Manchester before. Yeah. And I uh, don't think it's going to be stopping anytime soon. So we'll talk about that storyline first. Then we've got the Stu storyline, and uh, he was a bit of a oh. stupid idiot. This Eid wasn't he got himself arrested and everything. Do you think
1: that's a common phrase they they employ <laughs> what, in Muslim culture when somebody, when messes, somebody up messes up something at Eid? And they're called used... Stu.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, common
1: Muslim name.
0: Um, and we have got the more of the thorn in Aggie side story, which is the lowest hanging fruit of all storyline titles, but I don't mind. Um, oh, did we do oh, the face oh, story? Yeah. Did you have a different storyline title. I told for me? you
1: it was called
0: because <sighs> I, I was.
1: was... Is it? Oh.
0: premature ovarian failure um,
1: yes not <laughs> that we make light of things well i That's also very had serious. an
0: infatile and all over so they're all pretty bad there but uh never mind we've got the max out storyline the george snorwell storyline and won't let anybody down with my obvious choice of storyline title for what was going on in the factory kirk's got the horn
1: <laughs> somebody's just slap him please
0: so, uh, the wedding episode. Gemma, just like, before right, okay. we start, kind of general thoughts on this week. How 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 are you feeling about how things are going for a power couple, Toya <laughs> and Imran?
1: I can't believe I, I, we're, I'm i going to get in so much trouble. I think I'm going to get burned at the stake, what? for my opinions. But I thought I was... I, I pride myself on being fairly reasonable. But um, going online, you'd think that Toya and Imran were like... <laughs> cutting babies out of people's wombs, they... with rusty knives.
0: It, the people the viewers have turned against them somewhat, haven't they? they? And haven't they? Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. really,
1: really have. I can't. I really can't believe it. It's really funny because last year when Abby was stalking Ke- um, Kelly yeah. and uh, trying to intimidate her and, and stuff, everyone was like super, super down on her and saying that she was a terrible person.
0: I think. I and think... I was
1: like, oh, I cannot. You know, I, I was on her side because I hated Kelly. <laughs> But now I'm like, you. I okay. I just can't. I don't fathom. I understand that mother's love is very important and that she loves her baby. But you can't just because someone's very sad about something doesn't mean they get what they want. Surely. And I understand that. Yes, it's very important for a child to be with with his mother. But also, Imran is his dad.
0: That they've both got equal claim to him. I would say, Abby and Imran. I,
1: I do know that there's a bias towards the mother. In, in law and in society. And I can totally understand that. It makes sense to me. Um, but Abby's just not very stable at the moment. And last week she was... No, this week she's done two things that are glaringly obvious that she's got a very poor sense of judgment mm. and is a bit erratic and therefore perhaps not the safest... It's not... The thing is, it's not like everyone's deciding should we take this baby off of Abbey and just throw it away? It's should the father or the mother have custody of the child at the moment? And I know, I know that the court case was about, um, you know, and there was a lie that went on there, which I don't agree with. But there were other things that were omitted from that court case that also would have swung in her favour against her, sorry, to mean that she shouldn't have custody. She's not... He's not all there, is she? She's, I love no. Abby. I think she's brilliant. I think she's she's fantastic and I feel very sad for her. But how would you feel if you were Charlie or Lexi, who was voluntarily um, abandoned by her to, to go to live with someone else and then you find out that she's fighting for custody of this baby that she didn't even know she was pregnant with? <laughs> how rejected would you feel? Those poor two children.
0: Yeah. Why, I...
1: I mean, if she genuinely <clears throat> thinks that she is... Um, a, a good parent. Why is she not fighting for Lexi and Charlie now? I, I know think that it's they've probably
0: got, too late, isn't it? They've
1: got yeah, they're, 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 but you see, you see what I mean.
0: Mm. She's, I think... she's
1: not in any better position now than she was before because she's not with Kevin anymore. Even though it looks like they're probably going to get back together, mm. but she's she's a single parent. That's that's tough. Yeah, and it's a little baby. And I know that she's been loving him and hugging him and crying over him. But it's very her. it's very different to have a baby. In a hospital that you come and visit and you get to pet him on the head and then go home.
0: Yeah, even to even in yesterday's episode on Friday's episode she was gonna kidnap him and like this where was she what you, I, where I was she planning to do? Was she gonna just go and live on the run somewhere, find a find another bed sit somewhere, even on the streets with Alfie? I don't know. But Honestly, I I'm, I'm not I not think Anti abby I think there are no, no winners anti... in this and yeah. ni- neither of the none of the people in this storyline are completely blameless and guilt free in no, anything. It just feels not. like you're right the internet has they, like go back six months everybody hated abby didn't they yep. everyone hated their guts and i don't think everybody loves her or anything now but the the overwhelming support of team abby is um quite it's something. weird
1: it's honestly i th- i don't i don't get it and it's the like the crime that that imran imran's up to no good yes but toya her crime is she wants a baby too much. And what I mean, that's why Abby wants the baby. I mean, Abby gave birth to the baby. I understand. I understand. I get it. I know that there's a very deep bond there. But Abby wants Toya wants what that I mean, that's the worst thing she's done. She wants the baby. And she can see that that um that Abby's not stable. She
0: she wanted Ben to do whatever possible, Toya had said, a couple of weeks ago. Although I don't think that she wanted him to do anything illegal like he ended up doing. Um, so she was, she was very determined to get this kid. But you know, I, don't, I don't think that she's been... I think that she has been... She's been villainised for a, no a, reason. ...fairly reasonable compared to the other two. She's, she's
1: stopped Abby from taking Alfie, partly because she was saying, you take him, I actually I would love you to take him, because then you would never see him again. Hmm. I'm going to stop you from making the biggest mistake of your life. We'll work with you. And she's not lying when she says that. I believe her. I believe her 100%. She wants her, she wants Abby to be part of... Um, alfie's life and who knows at one point they might eventually agree to have to share custody with her but is that not the fairest thing if it was possible to share custody i just don't i don't understand why i think i think people are being a bit um sexist against men to say that you know just because you're the mother and if it's between the father and the mother the mother should always win yeah. With no regard whatsoever to the personal circumstances or history, there, there's of the no person. debating
0: that, that. To an outsider who doesn't know about, you know, um, I guess the the rocky romantic history between Imran and Toya, that that they would offer the most stable home. The, the, the thing the is, okay, right, listen. Just because
1: just because somebody's had an affair and cheated on their partner does not mean that they're a bad parent. No. And even if Abby and even if Toya and Imran split up, Imran would still be able to look after Alfie better than Abby would. Mm, yeah, I think so. And I, I know that that, se- that seems to be incredibly controversial, but I don't understand why because it's not like everyone keeps going, oh, everyone you should give her another chance. She should give Abby a second chance. It's not fair. Our cat keeps looking at me because I keep saying I know. Um, <laughs> But it's not a second chance, is it? It's like the 50th chance. she's had. She's had two children taken away from her because she neglected she was the first time she appeared in the show she was high off her face on drugs it's only about it's only how many months ago that she was doing it again
0: mm.
1: and i know i don't blame her when she gave birth to alfie there were people on on the on twitter t- saying she was an awful woman for having a baby when she was on drugs and she didn't know she was pregnant i swear to god People are so fickle. It's crazy. Lot,
0: lots of Corrie people. I'm sure I'm not talking about the fine folk that listen to this podcast at the moment. Just like to like to hate the characters, don't they, and blame them for things.
1: There's a real weird kind of puritanical delight that some people get, and I I, I totally I understand I it. We, we are the same. It's with fun. Other characters it's too. fun to hate on people like Tim and say that they're <laughs> awful and everything they do is bad. But I just I like you've got. The father of the child who is, you know, a bit of a dirty dog who has cheated on his partner and his his girlfriend, now wife, who is a lawyer and a uh, TBC at, <laughs> at a factory, like, you know, management, whatever she is, uh, who are who has uh, stable employment, no history. Oh, I can't remember if Toya's ever been on drugs, but very stable history, haven't done anything naughty. Perhaps immoral, yes. I mean, um, Imran lying in court. I d- d- we'll get to that. Versus a woman who's only just come off of hard drugs. Who's been an addict for many, many years of her life. Who swears that she's she's turned her life around, but has had no opportunity to prove it whatsoever. Who wants to take sole custody of a baby... By herself, hmm. while also full-time employed, or what? I don't understand what her plan is. She can't have a job and look after the baby. Yeah,
0: I just wonder how, how whether things are going to swing around if to be was, in favour of the other two again. If, even it this just time...
1: anything, if it was just anybody versus Abby, I could understand it, but Imran is the baby's father.
0: <laughs> even this time last week, when they had that um, hen-do scene, and the, the scene outside... Um, where where Toya's swinging about the red bank steps and everything that seemed like oh, Aunt Imran and, and Toy are a lovely couple and, and, and fun, and, and, yeah. pe- and, fun and, and people like them and everything but it just felt like this week although they had the wedding which was lovely which again we'll get to in a minute this is the longest preamble we've ever know, had to a street I'm talk really... I think um, it felt like Coronation Street wanted us to hate them this week, and that's difficult for us because, like you said true. yesterday, when we were driving up the, uh, to shops, we we find it it's very—it's impossible for us to be impartial in this story, yeah. really, isn't it? Because of us being big Imran and Toya fans, because of. Um, no, because we got on well with it, the two actors. It's really—it's not very nice to see them being thrown under a bus like this. Which seems to be what's happening to them. Um, okay, let, let's let's get on with seeing what happened, then. we'll see really what, other, what else people, gets thrown. I up. know
1: people feel really really strongly about it, and I can only assume it's because they really like Abby and they think that she she won't mess up. But I just don't think that that is realistic and I if think I... It's just
0: and it's like also... I think it's that they're just seeing Toya and saying that she reeks of desperation at the moment which well, she kind is, of is does. that a
1: crime though it's not a crime to want a baby that's what people's seem really 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 want to punish her Some and the, the other thing okay right <sighs> listen it's all very well for you to say i'll give her a second chance it's not fair but you are like it's a baby's life if she messes up the baby could die
0: the other thing. If
1: she gets drugs, if she gets, if she decides to take drugs, you know, and and passes out or whatever, the baby, you know, anything could happen. Yeah, we yeah, don't. Yeah. Is it? Is am I mad? Is it controversial to say don't give drug addicts full custody she's of been children? children for like three if weeks, another Demma. parent is available and wants to take the child, I just don't think that is wrong. I can't see how that's wrong. Mm. And it's, and I know that she's she's got good intentions, and she fully wants and expects and believes in herself that she will never take drugs again but she said that before the, the binge she was just on
0: yeah the other thing that people are saying about Toya as well I've seen people saying is that she she only got married to Imran because she wants the baby and I don't believe that because yes they'd kind of split up and there were you know, not on speaking terms, for t- or, you know, they were living with each other but not in love with each other around Christmas time in the beginning of the year. But they definitely come round to the idea and they, they had got engaged before all this happened. Yeah. They were engaged, didn't they? Before Alfie was even on the scene. So I don't believe that she's only getting to, married to Imran because of the baby. Yes, it's very helpful. And yes, yes. maybe they got married quickly because of the baby. But I, I think that she definitely in her heart wanted... For that to happen. If
1: you even take about if you're gonna be really dispassionate about it and say, Oh, you know, how she ended only doing it for the baby I mean she first of all she's not, but secondly, is that terrible? Like somebody is like, Okay, to prove I am actually serious and I want to give this baby a stable life, I'm willing to sign a legal document to say that I fully intend to stay with this man for the rest of my life in order to make sure that Alfie has a family. Is that wrong people are just really really looking for like like twisting everything i I don't
0: think it sounds very nice to be getting married to somebody who you in that situation it sounds like they don't love
1: no that's not what i'm saying i'm saying that you say i'm gonna prove to you how serious i am Hmm. it's not like they just met each other last week I am um, ba- I am baffled. I really am baffled. Well, at let, let's
0: see. If we do a little synopsis, maybe there'll be little bits that we've forgotten. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Maybe I was watching
1: it. a different programme to everybody. <laughs> so, else.
0: Monday morning's episode kicked off Do you want to do this? Oh, yeah. Do you want to do this? Oh, no, go on, you do it. That's fine. What happened? I feel like
1: I've already said all of this. All right, so Monday, it was nice to see the Batsby sisters together. Um, Leanne and Toya starting the morning with champagne and toasting to the future. And meanwhile, Abby, Imran, is getting frustrated with Ben. And Imran's naughty. I will go on record to say he is very naughty. But just to point out another thing, he lied in court to um, say that Abby was on drugs when she wasn't. But Abby was also trying to kidnap the baby and also kidnap Toya. So is that not also (laughs) bad? Or are we just going to say that because In- Abby's the mum and she really wants the baby, it's okay, even though Imran's the dad and he really wants the baby. The
0: writers also made it, um, or really tried to impress on us, how much Imran was trying to resist going down the the more illegal route. And, and Ben was just, having, she was just nagging at him, wasn't he? And was like, all oh, right, Ben, Please, fine. let me
1: be illegal. See, Ab- see, Abby's really impulsive, isn't she? Mm. Like, she, she, both times she's done these things, she's just done it on a whim not very stable right anyway imran's getting frustrated with ben who's still not able to find any dirt on abby in the hearings tomorrow and he needs the evidence found today but don't plant anything um and adam turns up and um imran pretends that he's just talking to ben about somebody going through a messy divorce which i think might be in his future <laughs> <laughs> while abby talks with roy about her woes Ben bumps into her, who's texting on his phone, and apologises and walks off. So they they kind of clock each other, don't they? Mm. Um, Roy goes to tell Kevin about Abby's barrister pulling out because of the money drying up. And he's like, oh, we have to support her. and um... Because she wants to fight on, doesn't she? Even though she's not going to be able to... Um, I feel I do feel really sorry for her, and I want her to be able to get Alfie. I, I think do. our listeners
0: know that we're not anti-Abby. I'm not. I, Abby. I don't
1: know. I think some people. I don't know whether people understand that, so I'm just going to explain. I really, really want Abby, and I wish that Abby was okay and she never did drugs again. And I, I believe that she believes that she can do it, but I just don't think that I would bet a baby's life on it at the not moment. Not really quite yet. And. Um, I think that Abby and Imran should share custody, but I don't know how practical that is with a baby and whether that would mess the baby up. Mm. You want to do what's best for the baby? Don't people want to do what's best for this baby? (laughs) That's all I care about. You know me. I love babies and children.
0: Give it to Faye and Craig to to raise.
1: Yeah, why not? Um, She's all dried up. No. Uh, Roy leaves. Kevin sees Ben taking photos of Abby getting into a taxi to go off to her meeting. Now, that's a very good thing that Abby is doing. And if she needs, once she gets a few more of those under her belt, then you can start taking her seriously, don't you think? Oh,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's ta- and, I know and it's all hard the results for her. of
0: her drugs tests and everything. It's hard, as well.
1: isn't it? Toya comes in and she's got her dress on.
0: <sighs> dress thoughts, Gemma.
1: Oh, I really love the cape. I thought it was lovely. I thought she looked really, really, lo- really sweet. And again, this is not her, fir- her first wedding.
0: It was the first the one second, that we've seen on screen first one we've seen. Though, yeah. It was the
1: first time we've ever seen her wearing a wedding dress. I thought it was very appropriate, very ethereal, nice floaty white um, with a little cape, like a little Victorian maid.
0: It it fit her style, definitely. I
1: liked it. I thought she looked beautiful as well. I did
0: as well. And I, I did enjoy most of the wedding stuff, but a lot of this week's episodes just left me with a really bad taste in my mouth. Um mostly related to the wedding and it's like oh i know they're getting married now and i should be happy that some of my you know one of my favorite couples is getting married but i ju- it just can i
1: just tell you it, what the,
0: there's not feeling right and it doesn't feel like yeah. it's going to last and
1: can i just tell you this is like if you watch the titanic at the beginning and you were happy for them to go on holiday
0: <laughs> it's it's just like that. oh look at the lovely Oh, they're gonna have a great
1: time on holiday i can't wait this for is, is very
0: much a monkey's paw wedding this yeah. one But, yes, looking lovely. And Imran, his suit as well.
1: Oh, so dashing.
0: We can't all pull off, um, what was it, mauve purple? I don't know. Bird um, and D, Well done, Imran, for being able to pull that one off. Looking very smart. I I would have expected nothing less. Boring grey, not for him.
1: No way. Leanne asks if Toya is getting married for the right reason, and Toya says, I love Imran. Leanne says, well, he's a very lucky man. (sighs) Oh, oh man then starts trying to record abby at the meeting but kevin bursts in and says oh he's a journalist so he scarpers off imran and adam are having a pre-wedding drink in the pub later when abby comes in and lays into him for having her followed and chucks a drink at him and says toya needs to know what kind of man she's marrying and he says oh she knows exactly what kind of man i am and abby's like does she dot 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 Question mark. Question mark. Um, There is a black, a, a car with a big black funeral bow on it.
0: That was stupid. I don't that understand was that. was completely unnecessary. Weird. It's like, oh, they've only got, Tracy's only got one left of a funeral bows. Let's put it on. I get the symbolism. It's supposed to be like, you know, this it's wedding. A on it's on a, a bit of a bad omen for the wedding, but it was, it was a bit silly. I think if I was Torah I'd just be like, take it off.
1: Yeah. I don't really give a crap if there's a plastic ribbon on my car. <laughs> Honestly, I, it's fine, I'll get the bus. Toy gets into the car, Abby runs up, gets in the front, and drives off with her in it. And this was, Steve was supposed to drive her, so Steve's left there gurning. Tells Kevin, Leanne rings Steve, and he walks and tells her not to panic. Kevin calls Abby and says, don't do anything daft, just to get her to the wedding. Like, as if Abby has taken control of the car in order to make sure that Toy definitely gets there on time. <laughs> Right, so Abby's... She, did, did
0: she, did she, has she ever been a taxi driver? She, she just worked for streetcars. She above, was a valet. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, isn't she? Yeah.
1: Yes, which is oh, different she's... from a valet. Yes.
0: Abby pulls up... We, know, a... we watched a Downton movie last weekend.
1: Uh, oh, yeah, it was good, wasn't it? it was good, yeah. yeah. Not
0: Downton Abbey we're talking about now. <laughs> we're talking about Coronation Street <laughs> oh, oh, my God. That's oh, a that was fantastic.
1: Downton Abbey with just Abby <laughs> just dressed up.
0: In a Philly Maids outfit.
1: I was imagining her as a as a flapper dowager. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, right.
1: <laughs> Abby pulls up the side of the road somewhere in the car and says, "Did you know that Imran was following me?" And Toya says, "Yes." And and she says, "What about the guys trying to record me at, at the meeting?" And she says, I, "I didn't know about that." And I Toya all the way through this honestly is the most is the innocent one, who really is trying to do the best for Alfie, which. It's also maybe a bit selfish, it's but is definitely
0: it... some self-serving in there. But
1: but you know, oh, right. she's she. I can't be too mad at her though because it's just a, it it's. do oh, yeah, we, we get just... it? We get it. I, I I just really I just really I'm so baffled. <laughs> I wish Abby was not crazy, but she is. She's just kidnapped Toya and it's driving her away from where she's trying to get married. Um and I understand why she's doing it. She's trying to explain to Toya that she's wrong and that Alfie belongs with Abby, not Toya and Imran, and that Imran's actually a horrible person and that he's evil and mean. But also Imran thinks he's doing this for the right reasons as well. Mm. Everybody's doing stuff that they sincerely believe is well, the right.
0: Imran knows. Sometimes he kind of he does the look, and it's like, what have I, what am I been doing? To but this, I think he would he would be able to convince himself he's doing it for the right reasons because he has always thought that he's the good guy.
1: Yes, but him being underhanded and sneaking around is is i'll do anything for my child which if abby did it everyone would say oh isn't it lovely the mother's love or well, she's like a lioness fighting for her cub but when imran does it it's like oh what a bastard <laughs> so abby reminds toya and i'm i understand that that also applies to what i'm thinking but i'm saying they're both as bad as each other so it cancels it out and then you just have to go back to well then in that case who is the best parent hmm. Abby three for three so far. <laughs> so, um, right. So Toya tells Abby that she thinks she is a danger to Alfie. And Abby reminds Toya that she said people's past mistakes shouldn't define them. And Abby's promises she's changed and she's put the past behind her. I, she says, I'm clearly, you're clearly only getting married to get my son off me. And Imran's using you. And Toya says, we love each other. And like, looks a bit like... We, we definitely maybe probably do love each other, but I uh, um, well. I'd be. There a bit... are a
0: few looks that Toya gives during the week that seem like she's not completely certain about it. But everyone gets cold feet a little bit on their wedding day, don't they? Although I didn't. <laughs> what didn't you? Oh, thanks. That's nice to know. No, I didn't. I am Just saying.
1: <laughs> you make it sound like you did.
0: <laughs> no, I just said why? Why wouldn't you? You'd be. You were getting married to me. You
1: cut your foot.
0: I have cut my foot. Yeah. Um, no, I there were. There were, yeah, there were a few moments looked where she looked clothes. a bit dodgy, and it did still lead me to think at <laughs> some point that <laughs> I, I was I was really wondering. because at the end of this conversation, Abby says, "'Look, if you're not completely convinced you shouldn't be agreeing to spend your life with the rest of this guy and throughout the rest the of rest the epi- of this guy and the rest of the episode, I was thinking. Did they, did they have some kind of you secret do, yeah. agreement? And I've been saying this all the way along. And every, every possible opportunity, corey has been saying, no, Toya and Abby are not in cahoots. Like even um, the fact that they got into the car together and Abby drove off to them uh, with her um, meant that or that we, they've not had some previous arrangements. So everything up to this point, Toya's been genuinely not not stringing Imran along. But then I thought, yeah, maybe at the end of this car conversation, Abby and her come up with a plot to get married to Imran anyway so that she can get hold of Alfie and then she can give her to Abby and then Imran. I'd have nothing to do with her or something. But then there was, yeah, more evidence later on down the the week that... No, no,
1: they're not in cahoots.
0: They absolutely, one hundred percent, cannot possibly be in cahoots at this point. I hope not, anyway, because if if they're if they're going to later on down the line make us try and believe that they are, there's been too much too much evidence that they 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 they're aren't. not.
1: So um, Abby takes Toya to the hotel, and she says, "Look, I'm not going to be taken for a fool." She goes in, and she finds Imran. Toya goes in, finds Imran, tells him exactly what Abby has said, and it says, "Only goes to show." That what we're doing is right and Abby is a loose cannon. Now let's get married. Put yourself in Toya's shoes. I wish people would put themselves in Toya's shoes. Or Imran's shoes and not just Abby because everybody wants this baby and everybody is just as entitled as as everybody else.
0: I, I think to, Toya is less to, entitled. Oh no, to, I don't mean Toya. <laughs> I don't
1: mean Toya. But, um they they gen this is this should be a lot more nuanced than it's coming across i I really think this should be a bit more like who knows who knows who should have the baby whereas everybody's ha- going oh Abby obviously
0: they have as the over the last three or four weeks or so done a fairly decent it, job it of go kind of making one person look more deserving of the baby than the other. It just felt that this week it was definitely he- very heavily leaning towards Abby
1: you know what who we need. Solomon.
0: Yeah. If any he was around.
1: If any he was around. Um,
0: Then we had the ceremony.
1: Oh, the ceremony. And they had the macrame um, table uh, chair backs, didn't they? They did, yes. They had it at the Chariot Square Hotel. Would not be my first choice. But, you know, it's a hasty wedding. (laughs) I'm surprised that Debbie let them get married there, considering that Kevin probably doesn't want them to get married because he's kind of like on Abby's side. Yeah. But you know, Debbie do anything for five pound, won't she? <laughs> so the t- ceremony's over, as you said. Toya says it felt weird getting married, and she's worried it's all going to go wrong. They have got the court case coming up tomorrow, and she doesn't want Abby to be casting a shadow over them for the rest of their lives. And they... she's talking—I don't know who she's talking to—but man's listening in on this. Now, um, this is a, she was talking
0: to Leanne at That this point. is a
1: bad thing to uh, like. This is where I'm going to criticize Toya because unfortunately, Abby will be there for the rest of their lives if they want and they, if they want Alfie and they have to make peace with that because that's just how it has to be
0: mm. um, something we missed out earlier when Imra- Natoya when was reading her vows earlier she was that was kind of interspersed with scenes well there were scenes overlaid of Abby returning oh, back yeah, to the street and that right. was the other that was the main looking reason that made me happy. think that she and Toya had had some agreement in the back of the taxi because she just pulls up outside the, the yeah. cabin and she's looking yeah very very smug and happy like how uh-huh, I've like won I've there's no reason something. for her to have thought I've I've achieved something there and also I was thinking is Kevin in, in on it too because he was there at yeah. the garage and he didn't go Abby, Abby what you're doing what you doing kidnapping Toya on her wedding day he just kind of Gives her a smile and a nod. So it, that was a that weird was, scene. Honestly, that, that was I didn't odd. get why they had that. Uh,
1: if they're going to... They're going to have to explain why.
0: I don't think they will. I don't will. think they
1: will, but that was just didn't make any sense, did uh-huh. it? So, the batter's beebs get out. They're I guess, actually I guess head- if
0: Abby feels that she's put some seed of doubt in Toya's mind... Then maybe she's thinking, well, maybe they'll, they I can't stop them getting married, but maybe it won't be long before they're divorced and I'll be able to get my hands on Alfie more easily then. I, I don't know. But, yeah, she, she looked more smug than she had any right to be at that point.
1: This is why you don't get drunk and shag people in a soap, because you know you're going to end up with a baby and it's going to be a right pain in the bum. I would recommend it if testing. you want
0: to be on the front of the soap magazines, though.
1: Okay, that's an interesting idea. Yeah, get you're your right, face yeah. out there. Yeah, exactly. Um, so. officially habib because now we have toya habib
0: she has toya habib on the credits that's weird isn't it it's always always (laughs) odd
1: when they change the surname um she gets out of the taxi they get out of the taxi and they have a kiss so sweet (laughs) abby walks around the corner glaring at them and imran says toya inside and abby says fooling yourselves if you think this is going to end well the judge is going to find about what you've been up to and um, he's going to find it all very interesting, or she will. And he and uh, Imran says the judge is still going to believe me, so it doesn't make any difference. And then he says, "Nope, I'm going to get custody. You better get used to the idea of um, your life with me permanently in it." On Wednesday, Imran has filled the flat with flowers, hasn't he? Yes, he's, he's purchased um, to make her. Uh, she, he says you've made me the happiest man on earth and every day i will make you i don't know i'll make you a cup of tea whatever a toys <laughs> but she's worried about the hearing and imran says don't worry abby's clearly not emotionally stable and that will be fine in the cafe abby steals herself for the day ahead and tells roy it's the anniversary of seb's attack now what a bloody day to have this
0: well, she, they also said that Friday was the anniversary of Seb's attack. I think, I think the actual date of it was probably Thursday. So they managed to get two days out of that. Which is quite <laughs> yeah. <good. laughs>
1: um, well, because he he got attacked and he died the next day, didn't
0: he? No, no, no. He. he didn't I think he, he died Did the he? next week. Yeah. No, it's oh, because okay. it was on a Wednesday last year, which means it was the Thursday. Oh, I don't this know.
1: Thing. It doesn't matter, does it? Doesn't matter.
0: Just um, nitpicking.
1: Obviously, very sad. Feel feel very bad for Abby. But again, this is you know she's not in a great place. And I don't want anyone to think that I think that there should be some kind of test that you have to pass for whether you're allowed to have a baby when you've test. already given birth to the baby. It's your baby. Obviously it's your baby and there's no test for motherhood and you don't have to be a perfect angel DNA test. and you have to, you don't have to like have a a great plan or be rich or live in a mansion. I, obviously I believe, I don't believe any of those things. It's just because of the drugs thing (laughs) and the fact that Imran is the dad and wants the baby. Alfie's lucky to have so many people that want to look after him, isn't he? Mm -hmm. If only they could get along. (laughs) Yeah, so Abby's upset and um, Kelly's listening in because she hasn't realised because she's a horrible She's a horrible cow. I,
0: I just inferred that she hadn't realised. Like, or, or maybe she said... Well, she kind of, that, like, I don't know. Well... She kind of sidles in, doesn't she? She comes
1: out... Well, Abby tells Roy she's not feeling very hopeful about about this. And she should really be worried because I don't understand why, or did they bring it up, that that Abby kidnapped Toya?
0: I think it was kind of just swept under the carpet. You Abby don't... managed to get right away with doing that. If I was them two, I'd be reporting it to the police for that, just to I, I really put the boot don't... in a little bit.
1: I mean... Is it is it not a crime to to kidnap people? I think In it is. In somebody else's
0: car as well. Why didn't Steve do anything about her?
1: <laughs> it's because she's really sad because it's her baby. So you're allowed to do anything you like. But if you're a man and you do anything, then you're the devil himself. <laughs> so um, Kelly wishes Abby good luck. And Abby tells her that Imran's <laughs> having her followed. And I was thinking... Oh, who does this remind me of? Following people around, um, yeah. making them feel bad about themselves. She tells her about the morphine, and Kelly blames herself because um, Abby took the morphine from Kelly. Let's just remind ourselves: Kelly, Kelly had
0: Kelly, Kelly had, her, had Laura's, Laura's morphine. Is, yeah.
1: Morphine from she died, so yeah, all the first stuff got, went to her. She had the morphine, and she was sad I about her mum. Give you mom. my
0: morphine. Shut
1: up, Michael. <laughs> oh, you put me off.
0: Yeah, Kelly had the morphine in Victoria Gardens. She was sad about
1: her mum and she was going to take it. And Abby came over and was like, drugs aren't the answer. I know, I know that drugs aren't the answer. Give it to me. Then she took it home and told Imran that she pulled it out in Victoria Gardens, but she actually hadn't. And so he didn't trust her. What yeah. am I telling this about? Oh yeah, and then so Kelly is Kelly's fault that she had the had the morphine. Yeah. And I am I am gonna put a bit of a question mark behind this because Abby says that she brought it home to to pour it away, but she could have poured it away before she took it home, and it really is not a good idea if you're a drug addict to have any kind of temptation at all. No. I think that she's kidding herself a little bit there, but you wanna give her the benefit of the doubt, feel free. Um Kelly says she's going to talk to Imran because she was obviously very briefly their foster daughter and so she thinks maybe she's got some influence. But when she speaks to him, he stands his ground and he... um, Kelly's really disappointed and she's surprised at how callous he's being because she's like, oh, it's it's, um, the anniversary of Seb Stephan. He's like, I don't care. It's got (laughs) nothing to do with me.
0: You're not the Imran that I once knew, is what she's probably thinking.
1: Abby is stunned when Elliot... The solicitor turns up and says, I'm back working for you again. Somebody's paid me, but I'm not allowed to tell you who it is.
0: Who could it be? I don't think anything else happens with that. Because, so I mean, it's obviously Kelly, isn't it? Well,
1: Kelly snuck off with a duffel bag of cash. Yeah. Just the other week. And we didn't know where she'd gone or what she was up to. But now it seems obvious that it's Kelly that's paid this, this mm. off. Um, I think this is really, I really honestly think this is very, why is she doing this? She feels a debt to, yeah, to she, Abby.
0: She's even though she wasn't the one that kicked Seb to death, she still feels some kind of guilt didn't for it, and she? she thinks she's she didn't. We're not going back. Legally to that again.
1: speaking,
0: she um no. So she's feeling like she'd do whatever she can to make up. But to the her. thing,
1: yeah, I I totally get that, but I don't understand why there's absolutely no loyalty whatsoever with Toya and Imran,
0: mm.
1: or like she knows what they're like as parents. She was their foster daughter. She must surely understand that Toya and Imran aren't like sleeping on the fact that they would be good parents. They're
0: not
1: mm. they're not like full of bravado. They literally would be great parents. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know why you would not even speak to them about it. It just seems a bit disloyal to just go and give somebody else money to fight.
0: It's was a waste of money in the end anyway, it, well, because no, she didn't get the baby.
1: I think she's gonna carry on fighting. And I support <laughs> her. I think that she should continue to prove herself Worthy of being able to look after him, and I think she probably could do it. But I just don't think that she, at the moment, during a week where she drives to kidnap two people, is the best time. Later on, Abby sees Dean sneaking around. Now Dean's the guy that she was doing drugs with not that long ago. Photo
0: of Jack. yes (laughs) i couldn't remember who it was and let's also not
1: forget that just literally how what like how many months six months seven whatever what it was she was trying to adopt jack does she care about jack anymore she mentioned him once no she she obviously gave up on that that was her dream now she doesn't care
0: she's just got but you know i guess had other things like having a baby that have uh, got in the way of that
1: um we could probably say the same thing about torah nimran and elsie you know i know any of this. And, elsie um, who? and also they haven't said to kelly like you want to come back with us or no. anything that's that's also a bit weird it's just this new baby isn't it everyone likes a new baby it's because of that new baby smell.
0: <laughs> Is that all Abby wants to do, Just, just Sniff
1: his head. Yeah. Um, right, Abby... you could
0: take cocaine off the top of the baby's no, head. No,
1: no. <laughs> right, so Dean was the one that she was doing drugs with when she was pregnant, and he dumped her by the side of the road. He was that out of jail where he has been, and he wants some money off of her, because he says, if you don't give me the money, I will tell people you tried to get drugs off me. Ben has been watching this, goes to the lawyer's office and shows Imran photos of Abby giving Dean money. Now there's no photos, she gave him £16.50, which I don't (laughs) know what you can buy with that, but hopefully not too rough. He hasn't got any drug photos, but he's like, well, look, she's there and she's giving money to a drug um, addict or a drug dealer. I can say I saw her taking drugs if you want me to. And Imran's like, no, no, we can't, we can't sink that low. And Ben says, Well, I've not really you've got any evidence, have I? And also, your marriage is a sham. If you want Alfred to go home with oh, you I tonight. Does think this? Um, you better pay me to fabricate some evidence and fast Now, we get to the court scene, don't we? Mm-hmm. And Elliot's doing a very good job of bigging Abby up, whilst at the same time dropping Imran in it by saying that he's had Abby followed and reminding the court that originally Imran lied about being Alfie's Alfie's dad. No, well, he just again, didn't
0: tell the truth. He just he just kept. He's like I don't know. know. I mean,
1: plausible deniability says that if you're a man, you're not always completely sure. <laughs> the judge is the judge is quite impressed with abby isn't she but imran's like listen doesn't tell doesn't give me uh any pleasure to tell you this but guess what abby's a massive druggie still and he here's was some pictures so high
0: and mighty, wasn't he? he's like it okay. gives me no pleasure to say this to you, your honor i am
1: burdened with with having to speak the truth yeah um i mean i you know or I'm the first person to admire Abby. I shagged her last year, but I just can't stand behind saying that she was be a good mother because here's some photos and here's Ben, the evil man who watched it happen. And Toya's like, what is happening here? Ben says, tells his story, which is a story. It's all a bunch of lies. And then I was like, again, I don't like doing this and I want Abby to get help, which was really just like here's the knife I'm just going to twist it a little bit and a little Mm. bit more Um, uh, yeah I hope she can get the support she needs and the judge is like oh my god (laughs) you've had her followed that's really low that's very bad you should remember your legal training you're very unethical and naughty but I'm going to agree with you anyway Alfie's got to go home with you and Toya when he's discharged from hospital and Abby can have weekly visits Abby's gutted and Imran gives a smile of relief and then Toya's like, hooray. <laughs> have I won at what, but yeah, at what cost? That
0: is, it is a bit of a hollow victory for Toya there, isn't the it? The thing is... I the, wonder whether Abby's call... going to have these weekly visits because it feels like she's not even going to want to step foot in their flat.
1: I think she will for Alfie. Mm. Um, it wasn't that long ago that Imran was trying to get Abby custody of Alfie using all of his power and um, convincing and he... He was on her side, but she only just got Alfie taken away from her. So I don't understand how, what has really changed in such a short amount of time that Abby thinks that she is now more worthy than she was before. Nothing's changed. She's just had more time between...
0: It was not, wasn't and, long ago, was it? It was, no, what, four weeks or so? She's just not taken any drugs said. then? It feels... Yeah. And it's not
1: like the judge went, right, if you can go without drugs for a month, you can have a baby. mm I don't understand why this has come back up again. No. What has changed? Nothing's changed. Uh, but I don't agree with um with Imran being a, a liar. Um, Elliot tells Abby that for now they need to respect the decision of the court and you mustn't let this make you spiral. Because you'll be proving everybody right, won't you? Because, I mean, it's all very well saying... Oh, she's only sad because she can't have her baby. But what if Alfred gets sick again? What if he has health struggles because of the drugs that she took? What if he just happens to be a sickly baby? What if she doesn't have any money? What if she gets evicted? What if all these, these other things happen? What if she can't afford a bloody he- heating bill like most people are going to have trouble with this, this October? What about all these things that are going to be challenges? She's has to be warned to not take drugs every single time something goes bad. <laughs> Um, Imran and Toya go to the hospital to see the baby Imran's just happy he thinks oh, he's got the he's the cat he's got the cream he thinks everything's everything's uh, rosy and he's won and that's the end of it and um, but
0: it does also it doesn't feel like ha sort of he's not like a crowing villain no, at this point completely... is he? he's just generally super happy
1: and he's he's done all these things because he genuinely thinks that Alfie would not be better off with with um, Abby, but also he wants the baby too because he's the dad, mm. as I keep saying. He's There is also the, the relief
0: of the fact that six months ago he was thinking I'm on, I, I pretty much, it's over between me and Toya, I'm going to have to move out and yeah, everything. Yeah, he's got
1: his bird back, he's got his baby, he's got everything he ever wanted. Um, but he's kind of being living in a bit of a cloud cuckoo land, isn't he? Because no matter what happens, he's going to have Abby there all the time. Mm. Um... Toya's hesitant and she's worried, rightfully so, because she's got no claim at all on this baby, saying, what if um, I get close to him and then he gets taken away? And Imran says, look, I found the evidence and a story, stop thinking about Abby, trust me, Alfie's not going anywhere. So then Toya kind of lets her defences down a bit and... um, goes over to, to Alfie and I feel really bad for her because you know this is going to end with her not having this baby and this is going to be the second time that she's thought she no this is like how many times now she's had she she had um she's she stole Eva's baby <laughs> then she had um baby Mason last yeah, Christmas before last then she had um Kelly admittedly not very cute as far as babies go because she's got too long of a body <laughs> And then she had Elsie.
0: Yeah, with all of those ones, though, I don't think that she ever really, really, truly believed no, that Elsie, she was definitely going to keep them. I think maybe Elsie had the biggest There was a moment chance. when she
1: thought that she was going to have Elsie forever, and that was it. Mm. And so another... I don't know what was going to happen to her when they take... When they inevitably Rampage, take Rampage, please. Give her a baseball her. bat and smash up the street. And I just wish street. people were a bit more... It seems as though there's sympathy for women who are infertile up to a certain point and then suddenly it all goes out the window what about Faye do we care about Faye she can't have children is she is she not allowed to touch a baby again in case she goes mad and starts trying to snatch it <laughs> Um, back at number 3 a 13 poor old Abby she cannot sit still she wants to go and see Alfie so she goes to the hospital and she cries over him telling him he has to live with Tire <laughs> This is really funny to like so you've got to go and live with Toya and she likes chintz and vegetables. <laughs> um but his brother in the sky will be watching down on him.
0: There's just it's she, there's a She's few... lost
1: another child. Yeah. On a, more on, crying. on the anniversary.
0: More, more, aren't running evil?
1: On the anniversary of her son's death, she's now lost a second son mm. in the space of a year. That that is tragic and if I don't I don't know what else is on Friday, Alfie's getting discharged today and Abby's got some choice phrases that she says this that in this episode. This was a really good episode. I enjoyed Fridays.
0: I enjoy Fridays a lot, yeah. Very
1: good. Very interesting and slightly weird and um off kilter direction. And I forgot who it was some I forgot who who is a female director. I've forgotten um, what her name was but um really It was very distinctive, wasn't it? Mm. The style. There were a lot of interesting angles. Um, But Abby calls Toya Laura Ashley, which I thought was quite funny. (laughs) Kevin is surprised that Abby's at work today considering that it's Seb's anniversary again. He's he's like the queen. He's got how many anniversaries has he got? Um, she says, I know what I'm not wanted, and she heads off, she goes to Seb's garden where Nina is setting up a memorial thing and Abby wants to join in, and Nina's like, oh, I was going to invite you, but I didn't know if you were busy. It's like, what? (laughs) What are you talking about? So they go back to the cafe together, and um, Abby's just uh, unloading all of her woes onto Nina, who's very sympathetic to her plight with Alfie, and says, you need to get a way of proving that you're clean so you can get Alfie back for good. See, he, she, like, can't they just share the baby i don't know um Al- abby goes to see alfie in the hospital and vows to get him back um and it's funny because a cleaner comes in while she's cradling and talking to alfie and she's like oh are you are you happy you're taking him home today and she's like yes and then she says oh what's his nursery like and abby's like right let me tell you it's got elephants having tea it's yellow there's a unicorn mobile it's lovely plush car. beautiful
0: i thought that was a I'm lovely a moment because artist. she's obviously been um, imagining what like her perfect
1: i don't think she would no it, she hasn't been imagining it because she says yellow when she she's looking at the cleaner because oh the yeah thing yeah, was yeah yellow.
0: that's right that's right but and she, it, she's—it's just what she wants, isn't it? It's what she wants more than like, anything. She knows she can't have it a. Uh, I thought it was—I thought
1: it was incredibly sweet. It was a fantasy that she created, and um, it sounds idyllic. And maybe when she gets Alfie, that's the other thing. I think my sympathy for. For her is not as much as I have for Imran and Toya. Because I know, inevitably, she's going to end up with the baby anyway. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm not really... I don't feel too bad for her.
0: Under no illusions here. Abby is going to get this baby. Abby's going to get the baby. Pretty sure. But
1: the question is, will she do a yellow mural with elephants drinking tea on it?
0: (laughs) Will she just go and do some drugs to celebrate getting him? (laughs) Yeah, Come on,
1: Alfie! (laughs) Baby's first cocaine. No, that's bad. (laughs) Don't say that. So um, the the lady goes off and Abby decides that she's going to steal Alfie. (laughs) and she goes to the door and in comes Toya she comes
0: Toya with her psychic powers
1: Abby what are you doing like I'm standing <laughs> in the baby li- she's
0: literally just standing there in the middle yet yeah, somehow Toya knew that, she, what, that was she, what she was planning to do I
1: think it's because she looks a bit shifty
0: maybe and it's because but... she
1: put Alfie in a bank that said swag on it which I <laughs> think I was
0: appropriate favourite. <laughs>
1: Uh, Toya like says, "Put him down. Let's talk about this. Let's go for a coffee." Abby calls her patronising, and she says, "You'll never be Alfie's mum. I don't want you anywhere near me." So they they argue. Abby refusing to put the baby down, and Toya says, "If you try to escape, you're going to end up in in massive trouble. Actually, um, if if you give him to me, you will get. You'll be guaranteed to still be involved in his life. I swear." And then eventually. And, and she says all that stuff I was saying earlier, like, if you go, if you take him now, that would that would suit me quite well because you'll never get your hands on him again. So listen to me and put him down. And I think that that helped her come to her senses.
0: Yeah, because it wasn't long after that that she goes and puts, she puts him, back him back in, in the crib.
1: Again. Imran comes in and hears the end of this conversation about Abby going, well, maybe I won't snatch him for now. I, I like and it, Imran beauty. immediately
0: launches into a massive tirade about her and Toya's look on her face is like, don't, don't ruin even. this.
1: Yeah, they start they start fighting with each other. Imran and Abby start fighting and Toya's like, shut up, shut up, you're scaring the baby. She picks him up um, and Abby's Abby's like, oh, you, it's not your baby, stop trying to control me and pick the baby up, leave the baby alone. Um, but uh, Toya is right, they should not be shouting mm. next to the baby because he's only little.
0: But anyway, Abby. Abby Abby it. has to leave. Yeah, she... Back at
1: home. Situation Toya and Imran have got Alfie back at home. They're besotted. Toya is like, are you sure? Absolutely sure that Ben definitely saw Abby getting drugs. And Imran's like, yes. Definitely. It really happened. So. <laughs> God. Abby turns up at this vigil. She's not on time. She, um, they're all like, oh, we don't really, we didn't really have any plans. It's, um, uh, Tini Shigori.
0: Who a- else is there? Molly Gallagher. Uh, what's
1: the character? Oh, Asha. Asha.
0: Asha and Nina. Nina
1: and, and Abby. No,
0: it's a bit sad that nobody else cared enough to go along to it. Well,
1: everyone was all like sad for a little bit and now nobody gives a crap. Yeah. You'd think there would be a. Um, this would have been an interesting um, story angle if they had had a pap, um, a pap there or something, taking a photo, because it is interesting. It's something that people would want to read about in the paper mm. and then have, you know, poor mother's had her baby stolen off of her by her evil ex counselor and is, is her horrible um lawyer husband mm. she could get people on her side like that but anyway she's like trying to she she sort of kneels down in front of seb's photo and starts trying to apologize to him and says she feels bad about everything but then she starts crying about alfie because like i said two she's got two kids now that have gone um imran returned from somewhere And he finds the teddy in the cot, which is the teddy that had been at the hospital. So he takes it to Abby and gives it to her as like some kind of like, (laughs) look, this is better than a baby because it doesn't cry and it doesn't poo and it's cuddly.
0: I saw some people, there was one person that got in touch with us and said um, whether it like, had a spy cam in, and I, d- I never thought that, and I, I still don't, but that would have been quite an interesting angle as well, because Imran is so determined to find out whether Abby's using, if he had a little little nanny cam in there, where he could have seen if she was taking drugs, that would have been quite cool, or maybe, maybe there some drugs planted inside the teddy bear. <gasps> could be a little bag never or something. I that? that.
1: Well, he picks I don't know, know how he
0: would then like. Yeah,
1: he it well. It can't it can't be a, a camera in the teddy because the teddy was in the hospital, so it's not a, it's not a camera.
0: No, but he could teddy. have done a bit of. He can't. Yeah, he didn't not up. have.
1: Where would he put the camera hole? I don't know. He's just got he's just got two perfectly matching teddy bear eyes that he can replace.
0: He really wants to keep that baby and make Abby look like she's a druggie.
1: Yeah, but she he's he's kind of already proven his point, hasn't he? What else does he need to do at this point? He doesn't really need to do anything
0: else. She's, he just want, he wants to kick her when she's down. And it, but if he gave her this teddy with a yeah with a bit of um, cannabis stashed up its bum or something, and then he, when when yeah, he goes round work. there to um, what's to this? What's, is this in the, in, in You've the teddy. got some
1: drugs in here. That's not very good. Um, that would be interesting. That would be a very underhanded. It
0: depends whether he thinks he's um kind of turned to the dark side and got away with it so he thinks he can do it again yeah, now maybe, or whether yeah. he truly is a moral person that he thinks that he is and is it? And he goes well you know Ben really really tried to convince me I will never do anything again like bad again I don't know
1: I think if the, if the roles were reversed and Abby lied or did something in court to stitch Imran and Toya up to say that they had done something they hadn't done to keep the baby everyone would be would giving her a round of applause
0: Maybe. I do. I genuinely but It all depends it. on how the, the script and the direction would, would play it. Cause it.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Um, right, so the, there's a late night scene. Imran and Toya, they're comforting. Alfie's been crying, but they're still like happy. And and um, Imran goes to reach for the teddy bear, and he remembers that he gave it to Abby. That was a weird
0: scene. That was he weird. He reaches into the cot where there's um a little gap, and then he's like... Oh yes, and the camera kind of zooms slowly into him, going, "Hmm, <laughs> I don't didn't really get that, what the what the point why, of that was."
1: That's why it kind of feels like there's something more to him giving her the teddy bear. Maybe. But if you'd put planted drugs in it, you would be like, "Oh yeah, that's right. This is the drug teddy. He's not here anymore." <laughs> um, meanwhile, we cut to Abby, who's got the teddy in her in her arms, and she's sobbing her heart out Having because her baby's thing, been taken away she? from her. Yeah.
0: And that was, what a big story that was this week.
1: Don't you, yes. That was, this was, um.
0: The main story. The main story. Um, I, yeah, you, you've you had a lot to say I'm so sorry. far, Gemma. I, I, I barely had not get a word in edgeways this hour. I
1: just feel really passionate, and I don't think I'd go on about it as much if I hadn't seen so many people with completely the opposite opinion. Mm. And I totally understand, and I feel like, I can't, I'm not going to say it again.
0: I just I, I watched a lot of this week just feeling really bummed out about what they've done to Imran because he came in oh he's you know he, he cheated on Sabine although I think it was just a kiss at first and now it's been retconned into more than that and yes he defended evil Duncan when he was um, in court against Sally but on the whole Imran has been you know a force for good on the street he was the one that took Jeff down there's been a few court cases where he's been like the, the noble knight who's been defending the good name of various street heroes. Um yeah. he's just, he's been a, a an easygoing, nice, smiley yeah, um, handsome. Of course, intelligent, chap, funny, with, with, sweet. With not a not an inkling, and, and and in the lawyer's office, Adam, I would say, yep. is more like the dodgy the lawyer. One. The, yeah, and Imran's the the smart the and I do everything back back. right. Mm. Um, and I just think it's uh, they've absolutely thrown him under the bus I mean, this, this story, <laughs> but this week. And it felt bad enough when he had that one night stand last year. But you know, the Toya eventually yep. forgave him for that. So maybe we could as well. But i I I'm just really, really sad that they've made him villainous now. And, I, and yeah. I wonder is he gonna is this it for him? Is he a is he a bad guy now? Or are we gonna be feeling sorry for him again or something I later? Hope I it. don't I know. Hope it I really hope so. Because if it if it just stays with um him being a baddie now and, and it's not like he's not like a mustache twisting uh, Jeff feeling kind of baddie, did he? But he's definitely crossed the cross the line. Yeah. Um and he's he's now very, very morally grey where he wasn't before. And he's tricking Toya because he hasn't told her about the the yeah, fact that Ben nerdy. made up the evidence with, with the drugs, and, and I mean, she's been so about the honesty, hasn't she, all this time? Like, no more secrets. No, yeah, the, no more secrets. No more. Sec- you didn't tell me it was Abby. You didn't tell me this, and and you just know that she's going to find out that he knew that Ben made up the evidence. I don't know how particularly. I mean, Ben
1: will say, "Where well, I want my money."
0: Ben could try to very blackmail, a country blackmail I'm Imran. Him. or you know, Dean could be could come back onto the street It's it, it'd be very easy to for the whole truth to come out about it Toya's going to say I can't believe you lied to me but then what's she going to do is she, she couldn't just turn around at this point because she is married to him and she can't say well I'm because she wants the baby and I think she'd know that she she doesn't really have any right to keep the baby just for herself if she finds out the truth about him. Right. I, I don't know. But yeah, the, the fact that he's still lying to her, it just d- doesn't sit right with me. And, and it's it just made me feel really sad this week. A bit like the, the the whole wedding stuff. The fact that there was a bit of a shadow, a bit of a dark cloud hanging yeah. over it. And as well, the, the wedding ceremony itself, although it was, you know, it was very pretty and everything, I was a bit... Where else could they have gone other than Chariot Square with a bistro? It's just a bit boring, isn't it? It's a shame that you know some of our favourite characters didn't get a more unique or interesting wedding venue. I never thought and they'd get also... that
1: far. I didn't think we'd ever get no, to see Toya. And I... I
0: was literally saying that just a few weeks. We ago. we literally were. Yeah, th- three weeks ago, we, we I remember we were chatting about it and saying, oh, we're never gonna see, never gonna see Toya in a veil. Um, but so so it's come out of nowhere. But no, so that that was nice. But it did feel very much like. Um, and this ties into what I was saying in the bonus podcast this week. It went, A wedding, a soap wedding, should be a big event. And, like, the whole episode should be dedicated to the wedding. And people coming in and maybe having a little bit of stories at the same time. But when there's a soap wedding, that should be the centrepiece for the episode. And this just didn't feel like it. It felt like it wasn't a story about them getting married. It was a story about yeah, the Alfie custody. True. and the, And this little wedding, a couple of scenes for the wedding were just...
1: Yeah, in, I agree. A, a
0: semi-important point for it, yeah. so that that's why it's a bit of a monkey's paw wish. Yes, they're married, hurrah! But it it feels like a bit hollow, um, and and they didn't give it the the attention or the time that I would have wanted. Yeah. So I, I yeah I I just felt very bummed out. For for a lot of the week, and and Friday's episode did improve it a little bit. Not that Imran came across as any better on that in any way, but I just thought that the script was better and some of the stories were better in in yesterday's episode.
1: I just I just think that it's a common refrain that you hear um, parents saying, "I will do anything for my kids," and I totally understand that. I can I can only imagine, but what I can imagine. The bond between a parent and a child is like no other, and it, it they're your whole world, and you don't care about anybody else as much as you care about this child, and you would do anything, you would do anything. Mm. So, t- so Imran lying in court because he wants to protect his son and also keep him makes total sense to me.
0: It does, but it's there's um, clearly we're not supposed to be thinking, oh, good on you, Ab, know, Imran, that- you did it for your kid. He's gonna get found think- out. He's gonna get struck yeah, so- off. What?
1: I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I I do think there's more sympathy for women who do immoral things for their for for their children's benefit than Imran's getting.
0: Well, the fact that Abby completely got away with kidnapping Toya earlier, like we said, is certainly testament to that.
1: And I don't agree with what he did, but if you were literally. And if it the thing is if it if, even if it only boiled down to I want my own ba I want my baby I want I want to have my baby and I don't want her to have the baby because I want the baby even if it just boiled down to that it would be understandable but it's not just that is it it's, I don't want this drug addict to have my baby yeah. because I'm scared of what she might do
0: I I wonder whether even if he hadn't had that evidence fabricated whether they would have got it anyway I
1: honestly think that they would have and if they hadn't uh, they could have mentioned the other things that she's done like yeah. kidnapping Toya and trying to kidnap Alfie. I don't know what she was thinking. I I know that she didn't do it in the end because Toya stopped her. But who knows whether she would have actually gone through with it. Mm. Would people have been sympathetic then? Would they have been on Abby's side if she went on the run with the baby? What did she think she was going to do? <laughs> I just I just I understand I understand the impulses but I just think that just because you're really sad about something doesn't mean that you should be allowed to um. Mm.
0: Do you think that do you think there's any chance like? that because Abby's so down in the dumps about everything now that she will go back to drugs? The
1: thing is, if she does, then everyone will blame Toya and Imran and not Abby. Yeah,
0: they, they will do.
1: They'll say it was her their fault because they made her really, really sad.
0: Even though it looks like there's possibly no coming back for Imran about this, I hope that Toya is able to turn around I think in the, that they the are viewers' favour,
1: future-proofing it, I mean, her it, by not letting her find out what he's up to.
0: If if they if she does find out about it, then would she dob him in? <sighs> would that would that redeem her in the eyes of viewers? Would
1: if she finds out and then she doesn't do anything? That's really that's like well, bye, Toya. No mm. one's ever gonna forgive you. But, for But
0: but if she doesn't do anything, it'd just be because she would think that she would lose the baby if she did. It's a great, it's a really great story. I'm just not necessarily enjoying watching it. All I just the time. wish that
1: it was more. I just wish that it, it it feels. I feel like they're doing a good job because I feel both. I feel sympathy for everyone in this story, and I and I want everyone to be happy, but they can't be. Mm.
0: Um,
1: and I just obviously have a different opinion to the vast majority of people. And I too, I do understand how you could watch it and think, oh, Toyo and are so smug. They think they're so great. There's also class stuff in here as well. Because if Abby went in there and she was like, I'm perfectly fine and I shall take no more drugs. Do not worry about me. Everyone will be like, yeah, she's reformed, definitely. <laughs> There's definitely a class thing because Abby is a little bit chavvy, isn't she? Bless That's her. Just a tad. And um, she, she's got the accent, you know, the, the kind of working class northern accent, and there's probably a bit of that involved in this in like the d- decisions that are being made because Toyo and Imran have got like they this they, they're educated they're they're put together they're middle class they wear nice chintzy Laura Ashley outfits and maroon <laughs> um, maroon wedding suits there's there's quite cl- like a working class mum loves her kids just as much as a middle class mum just as much as you know. The aristocracy with Faith I think car, a lot of us he? could
0: afford a, a nice uh, posh purple wedding suit if we only had five guests to cater for at the wedding.
1: Go! imagine how much we could have spent on each of our guests if we only had five and, uh, people. Everyone could was, have lobster.
0: That was the other problem I had with the wedding. It was just really, really sad how empty the room looked. Who was it? Leanne? Craig?
1: Yeah, Craig. Uh,
0: yeah. Who else is there? Well,
1: I think Faye was supposed to go, but she had a hospital appointment.
0: Yeah. Um, Adam. Nick. It was. Yeah, it was, was a there. real oh, yeah. shame, yeah. And, and we and we pointed out on social yeah. media as well that nobody who went to the Hindu actually went to the wedding. So I don't That's know how hilarious.
1: that hilarious. I love the. I love no the
0: No, Sean, Sarah, so Lou, you can't come. Toya
1: just throwing total shade on everyone. Like um, I don't know if somebody from the court might come to just make sure the wedding's legit, and if you're there, <laughs> I think that they, it might go against me.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, and obviously no Janice turning up as well. Didn't expect it, but it, no, it no, felt annoyingly and disappointingly empty. Um, because, as I say, soap, soap affairs, soap weddings should be uh, do you think, much more lavish than that.
1: Do you think all the um, soaps, soap actors are, like, uh, petitioning behind the scenes to keep weddings small and Bet they are. brief?
0: Bet they are.
1: I just miss a good church wedding. I think as, as Chad was saying on Facebook, on our Facebook group, like, the big church wedding with, the, you know, the beautiful interiors and all the pews stretching into the distance and everyone looking bored with the tissues in their hands.
0: Mm. Wearing with with
1: their hats, wearing their fascinators and their little little shrugs and their frilly dresses Mm. and their suits.
0: Well, you never know. There could be more weddings on the horizon. We could be getting Craig and Faye. We could be getting. Stu and Yasmina at some point because um, I'm surprised it hasn't happened so far. But um, romance between those two is certainly a uh, potential on the cards. Oh, you,
1: is this you pivoting? That's,
0: that's me pivoting towards Nicely the done. stupid idiot story, and listen, which um, which is alright.
1: Oh, sorry if I offended anybody with my strong opinions. No, don't apologise. I think that, that everybody stupid. feels strong about strongly about this, but I've said before many times it's about so, partly about you and how you feel about things and i've never been a mum i've never given birth to a baby so if you're a mum i can imagine you completely siding with abby because you know more than anybody what that bond is like and Mm. i i don't understand it
0: right speed dial stuff. Yes. So um we had this Eid celebration on uh Monday. Well, it was going to it was supposed to be a big thing that uh, Yasmin and Stu and Alia decided last Friday. Let's let's whip something up by the next episode. <laughs> yeah. See if we can get the uh, permission to close down part of Victoria Street and uh, and they managed to get a, a a stall and a poster out of it or something, didn't they? And then they didn't have any customers in the end. So it was a <laughs> bit of a damn squib <laughs> it the wasn't end. yeah. But it's um it was mostly because of Stew who um who tries to get Zidane involved in a in fail spectacularly at that um, and then the the main problem that kicks off the episode is that it turns out that Stu's not gone to get the food that he was supposed to get so he ends up looking very flustered about this and um, then the Yasmin later on is saying "Well, where, where is the food, where's all the halal meat and everything um, and Stu's like, yeah, it'll, it'll be here by midday, I promise. Yeah, definitely. And then he kind of scarpers off. What
1: happens? Off. I don't understand. What did happen?
0: He just didn't remember to order the food, I think. He didn't order it. No, I don't think he ordered the food. Um, and then, so he has Why? to... He says, look, uh, he says to... I can't remember who he's talking to. Kelly, maybe? He says, I need to go to the Halal Wholesalers in Stockport. <laughs> and this is what we saw, again, when we went to the the set filming, yeah. the, the, the set tour. They had this... Um, corrugated iron warehouse with the big red sign set up in the Coronation Street um, staff car park so that's the same car park that they use for the hospital and uh, Freshco's yeah and um <laughs> Just temporarily, <laughs> this this Halal Wholesalers was set up there.
1: Don't trust any hospital that also is a supermarket. It's
0: pretty cool that they set it up for just one episode. The fact that it's in Stockport probably makes me think that they're not going to be using it again. So, no, um,
1: exactly. That's what I thought. Good
0: job, good job. But anyway, Who did he, he, go get, with? he goes with Ken, doesn't he? Ken's yes. driving him there. And when they get there, it's all locked up because, oh no, it's a bank holiday Monday. What uh, are we going to do here?
1: Do you think that Stu... Why did Stu get Ken to go with him?
0: just so that they could have a hilarious scene where Ken gets accused of being a getaway driver.
1: Okay. I just wondered whether maybe Stu, like, can't drive. Maybe he's, like... What was he in prison oh, for? Oh, yeah,
0: that's a very good point, actually. He didn't necessarily need someone, did no, he? No, he
1: could have gone by himself. Maybe he's lonely. Maybe he's <laughs> like you and me. I'm not going. You come with me.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he, he yeah, goes around the back. Maybe
1: he's, like, had a DUI or, like, he was in a crash and killed be, somebody or be. drunk driving or something.
0: Yes, because he goes around the back to try and get into the place, but before long he's been um, carted off by a policeman for accusing him of trying to break in. Policemen this is like
1: love hanging around. Ken is
0: um, told that he's a getaway driver. Hello. They take them back... To the police station. For some reason, they just, rather than going to Stockport's police station, they go to Weatherfield. They like to go to his local, which is very considerate, so he doesn't have to very far to go home. Maybe afterwards. it's like
1: Bethlehem, where you had to go there because you were born there.
0: Yeah, to maybe. Register for taxes. Maybe that's how it works. So the Nazirs, <laughs> meanwhile, are still on the street wondering where the heck Jews got to, and they end up having to pack away because they haven't got any food. Zidane comes along though, saves the day by saying, "I'm going to go and get some meat and veggies from." Um, from Debbie's from the what, bistro
1: what why why okay why is Debbie stock halal meat
0: no no she didn't I didn't think there was any he's halal like, meat he's like I don't there. care no no he, uh, he's, I gonna, know it's he's Ede, gonna do a it, veggie curry I
1: know it's Eid but
0: who's um, counting Ken comes along and says what's been going on with Stu who eventually gets let out because yasmin has been along to police station and corroborated his story he was still trying to break in and the policeman's like oh so so your boss told you not to come back until you get the meat. Well, that makes perfect sense. I, just imagine if, like, you know, if, if, you, if, you, if you, they arrest me. an assassin. Oh, somebody told you to shoot this person, did they? Fine, I'll let you off then. Oh, you've got or, a
1: receipt, okay.
0: Yeah, but uh, maybe they just don't want some paperwork on they Holiday like, Monday. I
1: don't think this would go down very well if mm. we arrested somebody for getting food for Eid. Is this a bad PR move?
0: If the Weatherfield
1: reporter finds out about this, are we going to be in trouble? Is it like telling somebody off... For stealing a turkey at
0: Christmas, <laughs> um, he he gets let off. But we, we, all get we do know you free turkey. At, oh we no. get the information drop mm-hmm. that he has not been out of jail for long. So they don't go any further into this this week, do they? So we right. we kind of left with the question of all oh, what is it what, that's due what What's done? he been in jail for? Was it? Was it? Could it have been something to do with his driving? Possibly? Can I just oh, ask but... you
1: another question? why was he coughing for weeks and on end and now yeah, he's fine that,
0: they, that's been forgotten Does about he got
1: did, maybe there's like something you get in jail maybe it's like jail dropsy <laughs> jail and when you come dropsy. out you've got to cough for like a month
0: <laughs> um, so he goes back to Victoria Street get, has a bit of an ear from Yasmeen and she says look i you lied to me. You cheated. You tried to. You, you said you'd order the food, but you hadn't. I want you to move out. I'm celebrating Eid with the people I care about. You're not just you. like Jeff. You're yeah. I'm I'm so fed up of Yasmin accusing a of people a of. She she really has. She's. There's only so long that you can be, that uh, you can have sympathy for someone. And I know she had, you know, year and a half, two years worth of coercive control. Well, she's but been... the, the character's just like she's just, oh, she's gets on my wick now a little bit. Unfortunately, she's just constantly saying, oh, you're like Jeff. You're like Jeff. You've lied. Everybody who has been like in a Jeff. scene with with Yasmeen has been accused of being like Jeff. And again, yes, in real life she probably would do, but it's not you'd particularly be, be fun to watch as a viewer. Years.
1: I mean, think about what Elaine was like. Elaine had left. Jeff years before. I know, I know. And she came into the show like a quivering rabbit.
0: Exactly, exactly. But um, I hope we get old Yasmin back. Uh, anyway, so Wednesday, um, Stu spent the night over in number one. Tracy goes into the loo and finds him um, having a fag on the loo. There doesn't <laughs> she? Not that we see it. It was in a, one of those scenes where people describe. And but I'd I'm rather sure shown it.
1: Our, our overseas friends know this, but he's saying smoking a yes, cigarette. Of
0: course. Um, so. <laughs> After a lovely hearty veggie breakfast and a chat with Ken, Ken says to Stu, look, maybe you should apologise to Yasmeen. So, Stu says, look, I've got an idea, right? So, he comes into Speed Dahl later with his guitar and sings an apology song that Ken's helped pen for him. I enjoyed and this. I can't remember any of it now apart no, from... Yeah, Ken, Ken giving Ken himself name a drops shot, himself. That's so. That's such a Ken move, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Oh, Put right, I own... will write
1: you a song, but I'm going to make sure everyone knew it was me that did it.
0: Yeah, that was like in the early 2000s when you had... Uh, you, I don't know whether you even noticed this, but they, do you remember the uh, R&B producer Dark Child? And there was these set of oh. R&B songs that would go, Dark Child! Yeah. In it, And that's like Ken. Well, he's, that's what he's they He's the do. Dark Child of the street.
1: That, yeah, there's loads of songs like that. Like um, Lady Gaga does it sometimes. Oh, she yeah, says her yeah. name at the beginning of the song.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um, I suppose
1: it's like a, it's like a pe- painter doing a signature
0: yeah anyway don't work on She she's not impressed with this song tells him to hates do one it. and says oh, this whole like affair not, not like has reminded it. me how similar to Jeff you are yeah Um. so Stu begs Yasmin like, to hear him out such
1: a miserable old bitch
0: he says I'm nothing like Jeff nope too tough Get luck. Out. To do off you go and and she says to Yasmin, can, no, uh, to no. Alia, can you believe that man? And Alia says, yes, I can, actually. She tries to convince Yasmin. No good, though. And Yasmin says, look, uh, if Yasmin says, if you want to move back, Alia, you can. One thing Stu did do was make me see how good you are to me. Um, Why
1: was she mad at them again?
0: It was just over the Hashim business, I think. Oh, they
1: killed a man. Yeah, I care about and, and
0: and, the, and the, well, And the the whole <laughs> money laundering element of it as well. Um, oh yeah so Yasmin finds so as Ali is saying look he just did a little lie it's nothing to get so a lie is a lie about. so Yasmin finds Stu says. drowning his sorrows later in the pub and apologises to him and says look you can come back and stay with she's me she just if you invited
1: like. everyone to live with her in the space of like a week she's like she's first of all she kicks everybody out and then she's let everybody come back in if I was them I think I would say no Gran it's okay I am a fully grown adult all these people are grown adults all of them have jobs. Why are they living with this crazy woman who at a flick of a finger can decide that she, you've offended her so much you have to move out? I know. She's literally, I know, it's turned into a joke how often she kicks people out of that house.
0: Mm. Um, Friday's episode, they have a little meetup in the cafe, Stuart do Stu and Yasmeen. When he's in the loo though, probably she accidentally, flag. probably, <laughs> she accidentally knocks over his bag. And then finds a box in there which has a sneaky look inside and there's a heart pendant. Oh
1: dear. So at work later you know this is a love done.
0: actually moment. Yeah. yeah.
1: She's love actually dip.
0: Yeah, at work later, Yasmin says to you, Oh thank you so much. i found, I I'm sorry, I just had No, she doesn't even say she completely lies about it, doesn't Hello. she? Which is massively hypocritical of her considering oh, what true. she was she's tell you what, Yasmin is just like Jeff, she's isn't Jeff, she? Yeah. She says, Oh, I just it just knocked over and it fell open onto my lap and I saw the heart pendant. You liar, Yasmin. That's not what happened. You were just having a sneaky look, you oh, yeah. curious thing. Um, and she, and uh, he says, look, it's not for you. Sorry about that. I wish you hadn't seen it. It's it's for my daughter. And Yasmin's like, oh, another revelation. So there's two revelations we've had about Stu this week, jail and daughter.
1: Also, he says, sorry, that's not for you. I got you this Janie Mitchell CD. <laughs>
0: um yeah, so, we, so Yasmeen starts prying about his little girl, um, who's apparently called Bridget. I don't
1: imagine she's a little not girl. Not a little anyway.
0: girl anyway. In his eyes, she is. That She's estranged. He's not seen her for years. But he's been sending her presents every year. Aww. Um, And uh, so I, I guess at some point we might be introduced to Bridget. Maybe, I don't know.
1: Bridget is a name you do not hear very much anymore. And it's lovely.
0: Yes. At the end of the episode, Jasmine has been... Um, inspired, and offers an olive branch to Zidane, and says, "You can come home as well." And he's like, "Thank you very much." Jan. She's
1: like, "Oprah, you can come home. You can come home. You can come home." Yeah,
0: when they, when they all go home tonight, she'll be like, "How many beds have you got oh, in this crap. place?" I oh I can't really think about <laughs> that. Sorry, someone's going to have to be on the sofa. Someone's, or in, the someone's in the chicken coop.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, so that that I think that they story. should
1: unite and kick her out.
0: Yeah, they should. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it, not not only is it just a joke how often that she's throwing people out, it's also the fact that she apologises so quickly afterwards. Like this, the whole, I'm going to throw really you out unstable. on Wednesday and then by the end of the episode, no, she throws him out on Monday and then by the end of the Wednesday's episode, she's apologised. The The drama just doesn't stay there for long. I'm, I'm kind of grateful because I don't want it to be strung out because it's just same old, same old. But it really did feel like a cliffhanger for a cliffhanger's sake. We don't actually want these two to not live together, so. but it can cause drama if she throws him out and then invites him back in. Um, any, any thoughts or theories or anything here?
1: Is this over? Like, oh, yeah, so we got, we had two everything's revelations. Back didn't to we? Get,
0: everything's back to normal now. They're all friends, which is nice. But, yeah, uh,
1: I don't care. I, I'm, um. I'm, I'm, I'm much more <laughs>
0: interested in Stu out of this whole lot. Stu's the one that I got my eye on.
1: So my theory is, um, based on the evidence, so he's, he was in jail, he immediately was homeless, he's estranged from his daughter, he didn't mention his wife, he can't drive, um, and he sends a presence. I wonder whether maybe he was driving the car and he was drunk with his daughter in the car. Maybe. And maybe, he, um, he, maybe his the mum was in the car and she died... Maybe he killed her by accident, by, by dangerous driving, went to prison for that.
0: He seems too Thing chipper. If he's done something like really bad, he'd, be, he'd probably be acting more like he's got the weight of the world on him. Once
1: we find out, then we, he will look sad for a, about three weeks.
0: I hope that it's nothing too bad because Stu's obviously been written as a character we're all supposed to like and enjoy and not find it irritating or boring or anything like that. We're supposed to like Stu, and I do. And it'd be a real shame if they give him some kind of tragic backstory like that, which they like done, like they like to do when there's a character that's kind of fun and 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 everyone loves them. They then load some rubbish onto them to say, "But oh, what a dark past!" It's like not everybody needs to have that darker past.
1: I know, but Michael, honestly, if you look back in your own life, you, every I think everyone's got a dark past or some kind of horrible, tragic thing that's happened to them. What's yours? I'm not going to say. Oh, I'm
0: trying to get some goss out of you there. Maybe, but I don't know. I hope that they, I hope that this story doesn't ruin stew. We've already had Imram ruin this week. Let's not have stew too. Now, and I, I thought that's about it for that story, isn't? it Yeah, not a lot to it. Not not a lot to it. Um, but um, the next one, the the Aggie story, I really, really enjoying. He, yeah,
1: yeah, I think this is interesting. It's a, it's, this is something new, isn't
0: it? Uh, yeah, as, as per normal with the Baileys, it feels completely and utterly separate to everything else that's happened on the street, although, of course, it is tangentially linked to Peter's um, liver transplant operation. But no, I'm I'm loving this, and I think that um, that Mr Thorne is a, is turning into a great character. So um, do you want to do a he's quick rundown brilliant. of what's been going on here?
1: The actor who plays Mr Thorne is so good because he's like... So command like he feels like a real consultant. Like he's superficially nice. He he's got this kind of charm that he can turn on and off. He's very cold and calculating. Mm. He's very he's commanding very and charismatic and compelling. Um, so Mister Thorne, on Wednesday, he asks Aggie to get Mister Barlow's blood results printed and left on his desk. It this gets is Peter bit, Barlow. He yeah, sorry yeah. He gets not Simon. No. <laughs> or Adam no (laughs) he gets a bit snitty when um or ken no um he gets a bit snitty when she says oh you know it's all on the system you can just access it and he's like i actually need to papers in my hand so just print them off please and then when he's he's doing um the consultation with peter by the way if you're worried don't he's fine he can't find the results and he and aggie is like bring them in please. And she says, they're there, I, I put them on the thing. And then he looks around and f- finds them. And then she says, don't worry, I couldn't find my head if it was screwed <laughs> or something like that. And he kind of gives her a look like, this will come up later. So he storms out later and lays into her saying, you should have put the papers where I asked you to. And she says, I did actually. And he says, I'm not going to be undermined like this. You're, this is your first verbal warning. And he does this in front of everybody. And obviously, Aggie's a woman who prides herself on doing a good job as a nurse, international nurse of mystery. And she does not like to be spoken to like this. Um, so her colleagues offer her support and um, says he's been like that for years. He knows the hospital needs him. They'd never get rid of him. Just keep your head down and it will all be fine. So he obviously is like a superstar consultant. This is the trouble. we put th- These people put so much effort and time and money into their careers that they can kind of get away with a lot of stuff mm. because they are so like talented and specialised that it, the the hospital needs them around. Doesn't to do mean these. you need
0: to be an ass about it. You don't like. have
1: to be an ass about it, but it's funny how often being really good at medical stuff and being an ass <laughs> kind of coincide. Go
0: hand in hand.
1: So, um.
0: Later Next, on, it's the key scene, isn't it, is of the, the story? This
1: pivot here where, where there's another development which gives Aggie the upper hand a little bit. She overhears um, Mr. Thorne on the phone joking about Peter saying he's a degenerate and he's surprised he's still alive and doing well. And he's like, this is my record-breaking liver transplant. You made yeah, me he says, £50. Pounds. No,
0: it, he, it wasn't. It was... Um, he says, "I did it under under four hours. Now yes. you need to do the marathon in under two. So oh, it just looks right. like they got some kind of lads bet going on here, like oh, a lads. challenge each other, taskmaster site kind of thing. Yeah, and, that's uh, right. That's and, true. And You're she's right, she's yeah. standing at the door. Did where
1: I the got door. fifty quid
0: from? No, maybe that was part of it as well. But I know that the marathon thing was definitely. She there. can
1: hear him, and he knows that he's heard her at this point. He sends her off. I don't
0: know whether he knows exactly what she's heard
1: no but he knows she's because he
0: ends up saying on the phone when oh yeah yeah, um get the report into me as soon as you can he tries to hide it a little bit yeah he's yeah he's probably worried about exactly what she has heard
1: so she's glaring at him and um in the pub later she tells ed about her day and he's disgusted about this he's like i can't really i can't really say anything bad about betting you know because that was my story, do you remember? <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> he sounds like quite a nice chap. Oh, like like... He sounds like a bit of a gambler like Maybe me. Maybe we
1: could have a bet like I can build a house in a day. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes, yeah, so he's disgusted by this. And Aggie's, Aggie agrees. And she's like, you shouldn't say that about the patients. Everyone deserves a clean clean slate. I dread to think what they what I'm they sure say.
0: people must. They, they must... I'm sure everybody in their job says unprofessional things. sometimes i think
1: some of them have very dark humor to cope with what they're doing i don't want to hear about it i remember when i was younger when i was like a sort of very like very like teen teenage late teenager i had um to go into the hospital for, for something under my tongue and um they were telling me like it's possible that you will lose all the taste in your tongue So I was very stressed out about this. And the man... So I was sitting there with my mouth... I had to have my mouth open and my tongue up in the air. So I couldn't speak. And the doctor was with two nurses. And he was being incredibly racist about Japanese people. Really? And there's nothing I could do about it. I just had to sit there. And so this was like, you know, 15, 20 years ago that this Mm. happened. And that's not that long ago. Mr. Thorne would have been sort of a similar age to be be saying things like that he's had a long career where he probably has been much more open about really inappropriate things mm.
0: yeah. i wish i
1: could go back in time and report that guy for what he was saying but it didn't even occur to me that i could i could say anything yeah. about it because i mean ev- everywhere will doctors, have these
0: whistleblowing policies but, doctors... but people won't necessarily be brave enough to do it or well, think that. that it's not it's worth like, it or
1: yeah or like he, they have power over you yeah they like especially if say say you're Peter what are you going to do if you find out he said that about you? He's the premier liver specialist in the area. If your liver goes could put he's the guy that's going to be doing your surgery. Do you want to make an enemy out of him? Mm. I don't I that's just terrifying. These people have so much power. Yeah. On Friday, Aggie is agonising over whether to report him. Is or he
0: agonising?
1: <laughs> he's going to retire soon. And she, she could ruin his career. And Ed says, follow your gut. And she decides that she needs evidence. So um, when she gets into work, Mr. Thorne's really, really nice to her. And um,
0: he's I, like... This is one of the things that I like about him as well. He, he can a be smarmy kind of little git. smarmy and slimy. And he can switch from one to the other. And it's one of these people you don't know what mood they're going to be in. So yeah. you're, going to be, you're always constantly on edge with them.
1: Yeah. And he also, when even when he's smiling, he just it's fake, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I think he's fantastic. This guy, I love him.
0: him. He's, a, he's he's great. It, he, I
1: just believe him. It, he's a real. I'm a bit sad yeah.
0: that he's been consigned to a Bailey story because it means it's probably going to be over in about two weeks. Because I'd like him to stay on a bit longer. Not. I don't think there's a whole lot they could do with him particularly. It's not no, like not they're really. going to have him come and drinking in the Rovers or anything. Well, but it's not going to As a as a low key villain, tea, he's a, he's been fab.
1: He's brilliant. So um, he's like, look, it's a blip, you know. Don't worry about it. Don't talk. Let's not talk about it anymore. And um, Aggie can't. Aggie can't can't handle this. She starts printing stuff out about Peter's operation from like a while ago and her colleague finds them and she's like, This isn't even recent. What are you doing with this paperwork? And then there's like a um uh like an emergency, so they can't talk about it. But the nurse says, You've got to drop this. You can't you can't go on about this. Then Mr. Thorne starts storming around and Aggie says, "Oh." and uh, the nurse is like "What? Well, what's the, what's gotten into him and Aggie's like I don't know but maybe someone's reported it <laughs> so um, turns out now because of that all of his surgeries have been postponed and then we have this man this super dramatic guy he wasn't even was he he was like he, it was an yeah, extra he was just
0: you know, just sitting there with on the chair with his head in his hand looking very like oh what was oh, me oh no
1: it wasn't even that it was like it's like he'd been told he couldn't play golf <laughs> He was like, Oh, this is man, shaking his head. This Disappointing sucks. News. Gosh darn it. It's like you go to you go to Krispy Kreme and they've run out of speculoos donuts. Oh,
0: I love this development to it because I had—I'd never even thought about this happening if Aggie was going to re- report him, and, and she clearly hadn't either. No, well, but, yeah, um, she should have. She's really. now thinking now because of me, all of these people aren't going to get the surgery. And let's they face it, well,
1: I mean, the woman in the—they didn't bring this up specifically, but the woman who it's obviously was his wife or partner was saying he's been waiting for two years for this operation, and now you're cancelling it on the day of the operation. This is ridiculous. Mm. People, because of the pandemic, NHS waiting lists are at an all-time high. People are going to die. Some of these patients that Dr Thorne, Mr Thorne, should have been treating probably will have worse outcomes because they couldn't get their operations done on time. Yeah. So, Mr Thorne confronts Aggie in the car park and says, I'm going to be back working in a few days and I'm going to make your life misery.
0: I love how he's got his own little car parking space literally right outside the front door. Is he the most important man in the whole hospital? Not just the gastroenterology or whatever it is department. Um, And they don't just look up bums either. They also do livers, we find out.
1: Yeah, herpetology.
0: Mm.
1: Um, What? Uh, (laughs) The you got you got a little tiny bit of um a glimpse of how some of these consultants are treated when the nurse was talking about him like he was she called him Elton John without the costumes like they they're like rock stars they yeah. are they they're egotistical maniacs some of them
0: Hope there aren't any consultants listening to this podcast, Joa.
1: But if they are listening, probably all of them are going. That's right. All the other ones are arseholes. I'm a unique and <laughs> wonderful individual. He never does anything wrong.
0: So yeah, this story's just just interesting, isn't it? It's it feels it feels fresh and new. Have Aggie, I, I still uh, think is great. Um, I think that Lorna's doing a fab job with all her performances in this. He's a he's a great villain. Don't think necessarily too much of the woman that they've got playing Aggie's uh, sidekick at the hospital there. But um, I'm I'm very interested to see where this goes next. I don't know where it can go. I mean, the, the way he says, I'm going to come back to work next week and make your life hell.
1: I think he will is- get a slap on the wrist.
0: Because they do need him Are back. they
1: going, this is the thing, these people have so much power. I can now keep saying these people like they're kind of white supremacists or something. Hmm. I do just mean people that are horrible at work who are consultants. Um, they've got so much power. Are you going to throw this man away because he s- said something on the phone about a bet? He's endangered a patient. Yes. But can you really prove that that really did happen?
0: It's also like,
1: and, and just because he's an asshole to people, yes, that's unacceptable. Nobody at work, especially in a stressful environment, should be treated like dirt. But at the end of the day, if people are waiting and gonna die if he's not back at work, mm. what can you there he's got everybody over a barrel
0: yeah totally. this is why
1: this is why people I don't know. I think being a doctor and medicine is still a pretty kind of elite profession, isn't it? A lot of people would never even consider looking into becoming a doctor. You have to have a lot of support from your home life. You have to have um because you have to study for years and years and years and you can't really do that without a very good support system or you're very determined hmm. maybe if we made it easier for people gave people more support to study these things you get a more diverse group of people and you might be able to pick and choose the people who are a bit more suited to not being assholes at work and can also hook <laughs> a liver out.
0: The one thing I thought was odd as well was, um, didn't anybody notice at the time that it was done super quick? Yeah. I if he it's... did a record-breaking liver transplant, nobody there was going, wow, well, doctor, are you... Or Why are mister... you so fast? Yeah.
1: Oh, mister. Hey, mister, you're really <laughs> fast at that.
0: And, and, and what did... Aggie printed out the details that showed that he was fast. But she didn't have any evidence that he was joking about the better or anything, so... Well, that's went... why he'll
1: be back next week. Yeah. He'll just say, she didn't understand what I was saying.
0: mm I guess,
1: and also, I mean, and
0: then and if he if he is, uh, treats her badly and is bullying her and everything, she, he's going to be very sly about it. And uh, yeah,
1: he's he's also going to say stuff like, "If you can't stand the heat," or "I'm sorry, I don't have time, I don't have room on my team for people that are overly sensitive." Mm. This is a very stressful situation. I don't have time to worry about hurting your feelings when somebody's literally got I've got their my you know I've got their life in my hands, and you're there crying because I, you know. Was, was a bit um, short with you. Yeah. It just doesn't, like, it. it's very easy to get away with workplace bullying in some professions, mm. especially high-stress ones, and medicine is probably one of them, that you can kind of just brush it off, especially if you're a very high-value employee, like he is. Aggies a good nurse, but they're not going to pick a consultant over a nurse. No,
0: the nurse over a consultant. That's right. <laughs> the last time they did the workplace bullying story on Coronation Street was you remember Phil and Brian when he ends and the... Oh yeah, the
1: evil and, and that headmaster. And that story didn't
0: work at all because no. I think partly that had a little bit of a comedy aspect to it what with it being Brian. That was also the story where he made him Get sw- swing in front of the uh, the nativity or whatever, and throw up over the school governors, and it feels like this one they're taking it a little bit more seriously. They're going to do maybe a better job of it this time round, I hope. But I'm really glad that it didn't um turn into an affair, which is what we were worried about last week. Yeah, because like, because she remember she came in and he was just un- he was surprisingly lovely, considering what she'd heard about him. Yeah. But, um, no, this this is this is good good stuff.
1: I don't think they spend very much time trying to help. I don't know if it, they do or not, but I've, I've had a lot of medical um, encounters over the past few years and consultants can be incredibly bad at just communicating, even with patients, I wonder let what, alone with their colleagues. What do you
0: think Peter might do if he finds out about it? Because it feels, seems to me like he's so chill at the moment. He'd be like, well, you know, I'm all right. Uh, if he got it done in four hours fair play to him meant like well, no, out but he, it
1: wasn't just that though he said he was a degenerate didn't he that's yeah. a bit that's really bad honestly can I just say like gastro, gastroenterology and is it hepatology I said herpetology as a joke which is the study of lizards but
0: I didn't know um, that how am I supposed to know that
1: um, li- the liver and the bowels a lot of those I mean, I think it's true for all almost everything, but some of the things that he encounters as a doc as a doctor, Mr. Thorne, are due, due to poor choices, shall we say that the person has made, mm. so like bowel disease due to like eating too much red meat or maybe alcoholism or whatever he probably um it's easy, I could imagine to to kind of cultivate contempt for people when you spend your time trying to help them and save their lives but you know this is self-inflicted and it was told to them before you're gonna hurt yourself if you carry on doing this so it's a bad area of medicine for him to be in really because there are other things he could do where but i was trying to think like heart you know if you if you're a cardiologist then you can say oh you didn't exercise enough or whatever and in the lungs and stuff you'd be like oh did you ever smoke?
0: Mm. Did you?
1: Did you? Did you go to bars and inhale?
0: <laughs> do you think... Um, I, I wonder how involved Ed's going to be in this story because he, he could end up bit... marching up the hospital and giving Mr Thorne a piece of his mind. I don't think would like that. I don't think so either, but maybe that would mean it would be more dramatic if he actually does do oh, yeah. it. I um, think
1: I think he, he kind of seems... I think that Aggie and Ed have this kind of relationship where they let each other get on with it.
0: Mm right um let's move on so you you were talking earlier about somebody being overly sensitive and here is Faye who's overly sensitive sensitive or over get it Gemma over to you what's Craig and Faye been up to this week
1: poor poor Faye I feel really bad for her this is such a horrible shock so on Monday and I know I I heard that they had got all this wrong
0: I Yeah, lot, I, I definitely saw some people criticising the writing that, or the script that was given to Dr Gadass this week.
1: Some of the things that she said were not right. No. Um,
0: but it might be that they said, oh, this is what she would say to Faye to help Faye understand it. But Faye's not stupid. But anyway, Faye's
1: not very bright, though. Well. I wouldn't say she's the brightest bulb.
0: She was, she was the smarter of the two when it was her and Emma being the, uh, the criminal masterminds earlier this yeah, year. Yeah, but
1: in comparison, Michael, perhaps, yeah. yes. So on Monday, Faye's off to get her medical results and she promises she'll call Craig if the results are bad. So she goes to see Dr Gaddis and this is what is said on the programme. She's got premature ovarian failure, which means she has no more eggs, but she can get HRT, which so... Um, obviously, you... Because Faye's
0: worried that she's going to go through the menopause yeah. at age of 18 or old. 20, I yes. think she said.
1: And um, that's not very good because... It can affect messes
0: your body up, doesn't it?
1: Well, messes your body up. You can um, increase your risk of dementia and um, bone. I don't know. I know it's bad. Faith in shock, and she's like, "Um, "Does that mean I can't have a baby?" And Dr. Gallus is like, "No, it's not going to be genetically yours if you do have a baby." I'm really sorry. I don't know what about that was wrong.
0: I can't remember. I I mean, there were probably bits that I didn't write in the notes. I hope that... Somebody said that um, Gadas was saying that you you can't produce any more eggs and somebody I saw said... You can't, you you don't don't, don't produce eggs. The eggs eggs are already there. This is
1: the fascinating thing, right? So, when your grandmother was pregnant with your mother, you... Half of your genetic material was inside her womb. So everybody has been carried in the womb of their grandmother and their mother. Don't you, doesn't that? <laughs> because as, as you're a baby, as you're developing in a womb, if you're a female, you're, your eggs, you, you are born with all the eggs you will ever have. Hmm. So therefore, Interesting. it's like a Russian doll. <laughs> so yeah, she's already had, a, her, all her eggs are already there. So that's not the problem. But when she said produce eggs, though, I'm going to give her a bit of an out here because I thought she meant produce from, them out the from the fallopian tube. Yeah. Like, there's two different meanings, isn't there? There's like, I produce an egg for you, but I didn't actually m- lay it myself. I got it from the supermarket.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway.
1: But you can't buy human eggs from the supermarket. At least not yet. Maybe in the future. Craig gets home. He's worried he hasn't heard from Faye. So he leaves her another voice message. But Faye's gone to find Tim. And she tells him what happened. And she's she's like... Aghast, she thinks the
0: universe is turned against her, doesn't she? she After Miley,
1: and the other thing about this, I don't think they're going to bring this up on the show because it's too um timely, it's only just happened. But there's a shortage of HRT in this country, so if I was Faye, I'd be wigging out about that as well. Because the thought of having to be on some kind of medication, she's probably going to have to take it until natural menopause, which is you know in your sort of mid 50s, I think. Um... So she's going to be on this drug for that period of time. And already mm. there's shortages of it. That would freak me out if I was her. So, um, she, yeah, she thinks it's her fault. She thinks it's ironic. <laughs> she thinks um, the universe really loves irony. Um, and she's being punished for giving Miley up. And Tim's like, don't think like that. You need to go and tell Craig. You need to tell him the truth and tell him soon so she goes back to the flat and she tells Craig and she says immediately I understand if you don't want to be with me anymore she does that dramatic thing where she's like I'll move my stuff out I'll be gone before you know and um he says no listen I do want kids I do want kids with you but I want I want them I don't want to just have kids I want to have kids with you I love you I want to be with you like forever
0: oh so sweet. <laughs>
1: On Wednesday, Craig tells Beth about Faye's news. It's all a bit awkward because he she then says, oh, I don't know, are you going to stay with her or not? Faye arrives and she notices that Beth kind of leaves kind of pretty sharpish. Craig says it was nothing. So then she asks Craig what actually happened and he has to admit that what what Beth said. And then he says, then Craig says, we can adopt.
0: And that was that. Um, so you you were feeling... I
1: think Craig should have a one-night stand with Kelly. Yeah. Because she's a druggie in the making.
0: Just repeat the story yeah. again.
1: Yeah, why not? They've, they've done lots of repeats in very short spaces of time. Why not another one?
0: I probably seem as callous as Imran at the moment thinking about this storyline, but I, I couldn't give two hoots about any of this. And I, I know it's a, you know, a tragic situation and everything, but in in my head I'm just thinking, oh, here comes another Coronation Street character with another tragic medical issue. another Another, yeah, another hospital story medicine story that we've seen millions of times before another character who can't have a child which again we're already in a story about somebody who can't get who can't get pregnant I don't know, maybe Faye and toy will have some scenes together um, and also the fact that I still don't massively buy Faye and Craig as a couple they, they seem to have I know that they've been in and out of each other's um pockets sp- for, for, for many years now but they've only just become a Couple properly, she was away in jail for most of last year. They've only just moved in with each other. They, I don't think they've drummed up enough, um, you know, interest, yeah, in interest as a couple for me to be really, really bothered about this. And the likelihood of them staying together forever isn't particularly high, I'm going to say, just because they're so young. And most Coronation Street characters chop and change the partner that they're with throughout the course of the time they're on the show, so. Yeah, struggling to be really, really sad for the for them as a couple. But you, 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 when we were watching it, seemed to have a bit more sympathy for Faye, didn't you? You had a, a a beating heart within you, unlike me.
1: You have never ever even considered wanting to have children, so you don't really see. Like, I have. You've never no. All right then, but you don't.
0: I've never thought right. I really want to have kids now. Let's have kids now.
1: So you don't you don't understand like the perspective of somebody who has now been told what your future you thought would happen can ne- cannot happen.
0: So if there was a character who said, right, you've been blacklisted from the adoption shelter, you can never have a cat... Yeah, that how would, be, would you that feel? That would be really tragic, actually. Yeah, I, I get well, it. Well, imagine even this. If, if was if it's even
1: more, it's even more sad and upsetting. Imagine if you could give birth to your own cat, oh. and you could just make as many cats as you wanted <laughs> with your own body, and that, and that each cat would be a beautiful expression of your love. <laughs> and then somebody said, "Sorry, you're no more cats for you." Oh,
0: that's so sad.
1: You'll have to, but have a second-hand cat. <laughs> You'll be like no.
0: Yeah, okay, I get it. You get
1: it now. Yeah, I felt really bad for her. This is terrible. Um, and also, the other thing is, men don't have the menopause. You don't, you don't have, um, you don't have a kind of uh, connection to aging or your body, and you don't have a process every month where you have a period that hurts and is inconvenient, but is sort of a symbol of femininity, even though you don't want it to be. And I think women are. Uh, um, without our consent forced to consider biology and our bodies in more intimate detail than than men are because so many more things happen to us yeah. and so many more things are expected of us because of our biology and so when something like that goes wrong it's a it's a massive shock and also the menopause is sort of symbolic of of aging as a woman which is not something that is ever lauded with great appreciation by society. Menopause
0: isn't really something you uh, relish, is it?
1: It's not something you look forward to. You only ever hear bad things about it as a woman. It's kind of a scary kind of thing that you don't get educated about. But there have been a lot of things in the press recently, like the Davina McCool menopause programme where she's talking about it. Has But Well, yeah, because this is what I mean. You go through life, you don't have any, you don't, Understand this because it doesn't <laughs> I have very narrow you.
0: interests. It's
1: not it's not interesting to you because it isn't it. It's not affecting you. But if mm. you're a man who has a wife or a girlfriend or a partner who's a, who's a female bi- biologically female, you should know a bit more about menopause and women's bi- bits and what what they, how they work. And even women don't know enough about it. That's what this whole thing is about. Mm. So I feel really bad for her because this is a massive shock.
0: I just wonder whether it's a bit of a a mistake to give it to these two characters because they're they're really not a popular couple. I don't know whether this could make them popular, but I would would say probably no. So if they wanted to raise awareness of this, it'd be maybe more of a better idea if they gave it to, like, David and Shona, possibly.
1: But, like, but... But also the other thing about it is that Faye is saying to Craig, like, I wanted to bear your children and now I can't. And you, therefore, if you stay with me, you can, you also, this this doesn't just mean for me that I can't have children. If you stay with me, you can't have children.
0: Yeah,
1: And I'm taking that away from you and I don't mean to do it, and so I feel guilty and bad.
0: Mm. I wonder whether this story would be uh, would have worked with um, Sarah Louise and Adam, because they were, oh, yeah, are true. they still trying for a kid at the moment? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know I haven't know, heard the ding on They're the phone up recently. On that. Um, yeah. I, Where's I her I think that, that might work a bit better. I think I would feel more sympathy if it was Sarah going through this, like a, a very early menopause. Um, but I don't know. There, there's, still, oh, there's still time for it to girl. work its magic on me.
1: Poor, poor girl, I feel so I bad. I don't not like
0: Faye. I mean I was one of the I remember when she was a, a late teenager and everybody hated Faye. I, don't I was particularly like, I think she's like kind her. of interested actually, I quite like her. But I don't know. We'll 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 see. It
1: just hits differently. And again, this is what I said, about it's all about you. It's not just about what the story is, it's about you as a person. And I don't feel I don't think you're a bad person because it doesn't this doesn't speak to you. Oh good. My, I, I can only imagine if there was a storyline where, say, for example, David realises that his Nintendo suddenly has stopped working and his save date has been corrupted. Oh and you would be upset and I would say, well, I can't relate to this. I don't <laughs> think this is that interesting I, and I don't care. And you'd be like, Why don't but he spent, stories about he spent hours on that, Gemma. Those, those, that's history. He had a full that's his life. How many hours has he put into making sure that he had all the Pokemon? Yeah, Don't I'm... you care? That's culture.
0: <laughs> this is why I, yeah, I, I'm gonna That's the modern equivalent of being
1: happen. like super into into Mozart and Shakespeare. You wouldn't make fun of somebody who's who's whose books got burned and down, would you? But because it's a computer game, suddenly yeah. you don't care.
0: Okay, okay. Right, speaking of the plats, Gemma, let's uh, let's whiz on this because there, there wasn't particularly anything of interest in the Max Out storyline for me at least this week, so we'll uh, whiz through it quickly. Um, Amy, Simon and Nina are having a chat about Max at the beginning of Monday's episode and Amy tells Steve that she hopes he'll make it so that he can fake the con- face the consequences of what he's done. So this is in the lead up, uh, this is, sorry, the follow up to the, uh, the groin slicing incident of last week, which was Really fun, but I just didn't think that the follow up this week was uh, particularly engaging. So David and Shona have stayed the night at the hospital, obviously with with Max because we were last left on Friday thinking he we're doing the best we can, but he might not survive this. <laughs> but what do you know? What's what are the chances? On Monday morning, the surgeon comes out and says, "Oh, yep, yeah, it was a success. Max is stable. He's going to be okay." And
1: then a man walks past and goes, "God damn it! Here's fifty quid." <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe they're just... Everybody in the hospital can be corrupt. The big Weatherfield hospital corruption scandal. They never do any work unless they're gambling on it. Yeah. Um, So they go and see him, and David immediately apologises for what he said about Kylie being ashamed of him and stuff last week. He says, oh, I've been a mess. I've done everything wrong recently with Daniel. And um, so David's trying his best to make up with Max. Amy.
1: imagine if... You know what he's saying? Like, if you bet on whether somebody uh how fast you can do a um an operation yeah. or not can you imagine if it like evolved to the stage where like they're like, okay, you have got to roll a, a six. If you don't, we're well, going to have to take the pillow out and suffocate the place. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry,
1: he did. He didn't make it. He, it was a five.
0: We did the best we could.
1: <laughs> we rethrew it.
0: <laughs> we blew on we the don't... dice before we and shook them. <laughs> Come in on, our hands. baby. I rubbed, it, I
1: rubbed it on the nurse's bum.
0: <laughs> Amy and Co. Meanwhile, are hearing that Max is going to be okay, Steve says, "Well, he... he's never going to change anyway. People like him don't. Steve, you're a bit of a terror as a team." No, well yeah, you oh, hey.
1: well,
0: haven't changed either. Amy says, Oh well what about Jacob then? Oh. He's changed Steve still, at this point, isn't quite ready to hear that, though. No. Uh, meanwhile, David and Max are still having another um, little chat together. This scene, David is reassuring him that he's probably not going to end up in prison for what he did last week. But if he does, he's going to have the support of his family.
1: Oh, nice. Later
0: on, David and Shona get back home. Gail's there saying, oh, you need to be harsher on Max, you know. <laughs> don't, don't, be, um... don't
1: tell me how to parent my child, well, Gail. David
0: says uh, makes make some comment about, oh, yeah, Gail, you did such a great job with that. <laughs> yourself with me, and um David said, well, "I tried to be harsh on him, and he ran away. What if I'm just a terrible parent? Um so they're kind of left m- m- ruminating on that, and then meanwhile, we've got the other side of the story with Amy and Jacob, and Steve has decided to um to give him and invite the pair of them round to have fish and chips for tea oh, nice. and-, and play charades and Steve gets to be an idiot again they're having a lovely old time. And uh, he he says to Tracy at the end of the episode, oh, I just wanted to see Amy smile. How lovely.
1: I'd do anything for my kids.
0: Wednesday's episode, David catches up with Amy in the cafe and, and says, look, I'm sorry about... Sorry for Max and everything. And she says, well, you can't just apologise. It's not that easy, actually. You can stuff your apology. Oh. So she strides off, and this is when David gets a phone call um, from school. They want him to go in urgently because, yeah, Max has been kicked out. He's been expelled. What Why? are they going to do? Because of... um.
1: Well, um, good.
0: what happened what was he up to daniel's stuff oh
1: because he because he um because he refeed amy
0: oh yeah <laughs> that's it isn't it how easy And his forget excuse these was things he
1: was trying to refeed daniel so it's all right
0: <laughs> <laughs> so he's out of a school david's having Weeps. to ring around the lea to try and find a better one and uh and, Dan- and that's kind of left there
1: oh do they not have the school not have to find him they just I expel don't expel so. Ah. I think,
0: yeah, I think they say, "Yeah, off you go." I don't, I don't know. I've never, never, yeah, known been of in that happening. But um, no, it's down oh, for David. And as we know, the only, away. the only other school in the area is Oak Hill. And That's so all right. Maybe can't see Max really fitting in there. All the plats being able to afford it.
1: Maybe he can sell his taxidermy weasel.
0: Oh no way! Um, so anyway, I've, we we as ambivalent towards this as I was. I passionately. It, it happened.
1: Passionately believe in um, the right of all children to attend school. Okay, Um, yeah, me too. I
0: also thought thought that the Amy and Jacob thing, I guess it was nice that Steve has accepted him, but... That was the, the minor yeah, part of the fine, story, wasn't it? Not really. What that, I did fine. love, I absolutely love this week was the George story, and it was only on Friday, wasn't it? Do you want to read this one? Well, it seems that George hasn't slept again, and uh, this has been going on for what a week and a half had since we saw this story, maybe. So ever since then, he's been and he's been staying over at Eileen's. He's been keeping himself awake all night so that he doesn't disturb her and Todd. I'm surprised he's not with
1: hallucinating
0: over this massive snor- snoring. And um, he's there, kind of, Mary's wittering on about, oh, I don't know what, uh, with their exercises. And uh, he, he can't really be dealing with this at the moment because it seems like he's maybe not slept for two weeks. <laughs> um, so George comes storming up. No, Todd comes storming up to George, sorry, outside the Undertaker's later because he's given somebody the wrong ashes. Comedy funeral stuff Typical. strikes again. And he's like, George, you can't be keeping this up for much longer. You need to You need to tell my mum about what's happening. Um, there's also a scene in the cafe later where Bernie is wondering what's gone on. Because yeah, George is being a bit sleepy in the cafe and I, and Bernie reckons that Eileen is keeping him up with her snoring and she gives him the technique of putting a bra on back with there's tennis balls inside. And I was wondering whether later on this episode we'd get to be treated to Tony Morsley in this attire, but no, sadly not.
1: That would have been great.
0: Yeah, but so eventually, after being cajoled by Todd a little bit more, George finally confesses to Eileen that he's been pretending to go to sleep for all this time, and Evelyn's there as well. There's a couple of funny Evelyn scenes in this uh, scene, in this story yesterday, it wasn't Friday there?
1: Friday was was just kind of a bit off There were just
0: a couple of scenes which, like, you a couple of exchanges of dialogue which didn't progress the plot in any way but yeah. it was and I didn't mind that
1: no I didn't mind it I just but thought
0: but it's like do I write this down in a I don't know whether I need to yeah it did but I I, like, I didn't like Evelyn's mind it.
1: involvement in it was completely superfluous
0: Yeah, totally. Mary's there as well saying, oh, I I hear it's not to do with how you sleep. It's about what you get up to before you go to sleep. (laughs) This is another one of my favourite things in the story. This is how Todd is having his mum's sex life rubbed in his face Uh, at every opportune moment, every available moment. Anyway, so the the truth is out. They also have fish and chips for tea tonight. Everyone's having fish and chips and curry this week.
1: That was a really funny scene as well because there were lots... Yeah, another bit where it wasn't needed or necessary but it was like, just
0: about George having too much curry George, sauce over his chips but he chips. also
1: doled out some to Mary and he gives her like a tiny portion and then she's like oh and then he's got this mound of it and then he gets the whole tub of curry sauce and he pours it all over the top
0: <laughs> oh yeah wasn't that when Todd does a little farting noise he it's says like, oh you're going to have more he goes pff, pff, or, or something. I can't Poot. remember anyway it was kind of funny and we were treated to um, a late night after hours Coronation Street scene towards the end of the episode oh, it was they? really.
1: See this is the director again. Yeah,
0: they had the cat on the bin, didn't they? Jumping yeah. onto the onto the window. I'm not onto the window, onto the wall. And then the camera moves up to the uh, the number 11's bedroom, where, as as the only way they could have done it, really, George snoring his head off, and then the camera pans out to Eileen, who's lying there, like, wide-eyed. Again, I can't sleep with this uh, awful tractor-like snoring there. Todd's calling through the window, just like, him up. I, it, again, that was just there for, for the lols, really, wasn't it? I thought, I thought that was right. I
1: thought it me. was really, I yeah, and it was... The look um, on
0: Eileen's face is great.
1: It is a serious issue. It's very de- it's very detrimental.
0: I I don't need this storyline to go torturous. any further now. I think that we can forget about this. I, I don't need an issues-based story about snoring. It's not
1: mis- I don't think it needs to be that deep, but it's if you can't sleep, it's torture. Oh, I, it's I, literally I... T- to- torture. Yeah. You, like you can't do that to people if you if you've got them in prison or something. If you do that to them, it's legally torture. Mm-hmm. So to have the person you love keep you awake because they snore and they can't help it and they don't know you're they're doing it, it it's horrific, really.
0: I don't see the two of them splitting up over it, especially no. as George has made such a big thing about oh, I've been so many through so many other relationships and they've all dumped me because I've been a massive snorer. And Eileen's like, I never would do that. I don't. I don't think that she would. So I I, I, don't, I don't know what the solution I don't, is. I don't need it to be CPAP mentioned machine. anymore. But yeah, even yeah. Those
1: Aren't quiet.
0: The other thing that often happens in soaps when character doesn't sleep for a, a while, and usually it's about a day, it does the job. They end up getting in some sort of car accident, don't they? <laughs>
1: yeah, I w- don't imagine, need any Oh my god! Imagine if you got into a car accident with a hearse, <laughs> oh and then no. the empty, the, the like the um paramedics arrive and they're like, "Oh my god, this man's dead. What he's been <laughs> dead for
0: he's been dead for hours." No, what if he's like <laughs> high speed driving down the motorway and he has to slam his brakes on and the coffin goes through the <laughs> through the windscreen out onto the. Uh, I asphalt. don't know
1: how many comedy capers with the funeral directors people can stomach, but mm. I don't. I think Coronation Street has made it quite clear that they are prepared to make it. a joke about about yeah, some they of didn't these take things.
0: The, the opportunity last week with them sleeping in the coffin in the back of the car.
1: I think we would have. Um, I was going to say I think we would get Ofsted on our case. What <laughs> is they Offcom? <laughs> if we were in charge of Coronation Street, we'd be in so much trouble.
0: <laughs> um, did you enjoy this?
1: What, yeah, good yeah. Story. it was nice and simple, and um,
0: yeah, it's it's doing they're doing a good job of building I the like relationship between George and Eileen as well. They, they feel to me like they're they're suitable to each other. George, I mean, Todd being there as well as the extra one who's a bit embarrassed by it all is lots kind of fun. It's kind of sweet and funny. I do, it's weird that Todd isn't ever really in scenes with anyone his own age. <laughs> That's he's true. just in a little bubble right. with George and, and Eileen. Well, it's the
1: COVID problem.
0: Um, breaking
1: that down and yeah. they need to they re- really, yeah, you're they, right. They need
0: to give him a bit more they need to broaden him, otherwise he's gonna be like turning into the Bailey's where he doesn't interact with anyone outside his family. Um, but anyway, it's it's a great great setup and um, I hope to see more of that Ooh. in the future. And finally, Gemma, speaking of comedy storylines, Kirk. Over I don't know you. what I
1: think of this.
0: It was kind of funny. The scene with... The, oh, God. You, I you was go kind
1: th- of like a gog. And I don't know in a good or bad way.
0: I was a gog that I wasn't completely turned off by it. The, the whole thing about Kurt getting... What is it? Well, I can't remember what his job title he's is. He's like now. involved Executive in sales
1: because he made one sale, and like apparently yeah. that's enough to like shoot him to the top of the leaderboard. The fact that
0: Sarah and, and Carla gave him this position just because he asked for it, I thought was very silly. And they also said in tonight's episode he's only got one week left of it. But um, I was Sarah I was pleasantly surprised by not absolutely hating to uh, yesterday's uh, story.
1: I mean, Sarah, Sarah and um, and Carla are beginning to give me the impression that they're only in charge of the factory because of some kind of government initiative to give feeble-minded people more responsibility to see if it will grow their brains.
0: You're not talking about Carla here. Yes! We know that Carla has got a bit no, of history Carla's, with that No, Carla,
1: Carla has now become an idiot. I'm sorry, by association She's with She's not the cutthroat
0: um, business owner that she used to be, is she? Let
1: me tell you what happens in Kirk's Got the Horn. Which it sounds like um, a really good famous five story. <laughs> um, Jacob thanks Kirk for helping him keep his job because l- last week he was uh, it was on the rocks because everyone found out he was a drug dealer. Kirk's still overexcited about it, this new position. He's got like a a suit on and stuff, and he says he's ordered something for the sale team, and it's air horns, and he's going to fire them off whenever he makes a sale to motivate everybody. And Sarah Fr- Fray says, and
0: Michael love it as well, don't they? <laughs> They do do for the yeah they do I'm so incentivised I think they would get sick of it fairly soon but
1: well Sarah says can you please be quiet because Carla's on an important Zoom call and they carry on with the horns um, all day long and I don't understand is she the boss or not can she not say no you're not firing off an air horn people have scissors and needles she needs to step up a bit she's even telling
0: Kirk don't call me Mrs Barlow wasn't she
1: oh sorry Mrs Barlow I won't do it again Mrs Barlow and she doesn't say anything she just walks off like wincing I understand it's supposed to be a joke it's a different
0: management technique
1: but it just seems like if I'm the boss of somebody and I tell them something and they don't do it there's going to be a problem because What's the point of being the boss of somebody if they don't do what you ask them?
0: Yeah. But well, they seem to only give this position to Kirk for a joke anyway, don't they? I know! They? The, a, whole the whole thing is just utterly is ridiculous.
1: is really. It's utterly ridiculous. Like, if somebody's on a, a Zoom call for, for to pitch a, for new business, and you've got a, a simpleton in another room with an air horn going off every five minutes, and you say, Kirk, can you not do it, please? And he does it anyway... Just fire him or tell him he's demoted.
0: Aggie got her first written, uh, first verbal yeah. warning. And all she did was nothing. point out that she his had actually put his paper there. And I don't know whether he would actually have authority to, to give Sarah's her Sarah's management
1: but... style seems to be just going around going, nothing I can do about yeah. it. Well, okay. Anyway, so the horning around continues. And then Sarah um starts to steal Carla's buns. Like, she's alone in the factory. Oh, yeah, she's looking Everyone inside leaves. her lunchbox going, Oh And there's, like, a, there's like a lunchbox. There's I, I enjoyed Do that. Touch. And she picks it up, and then she's walking through the factory, like, all sneaky. And then she hears, like, a noise. It's like, like, somebody, yeah, somebody, like, Psst, like that, like somebody saying... I was
0: really curious about what that was, and it was a bit like a, it was a nothing in the end, but well, it was still funny.
1: she bends down because she can see this device, and it looks like it's a camera. I thought so it was she,
0: a little could, pencil sharpener.
1: Oh, I thought it was like some kind of spying device. So she picks <laughs> it up and looks at it, like brings it up to her eyeballs, and then it squirts air <laughs> freshener in, in her eyes, and she's blinking, and like, she's covered in this fumes, and I thought, is this like um this, issue story about losing your sight or so is Sarah gonna go blind uh. but no apparently you can take one one in the face and it's fine Kirk comes in and he's like oh you found my air freshener and she says maybe we should put this higher and again he's like no I'm not gonna listen to you and she's like nothing I can do um Kirk meets Sarah and Carla in speed dial he's very tough with himself Sarah says to Carla he's still got a week left what are we gonna do you're the boss Tell him he's not allowed to be a salesman anymore.
0: The thing is, he, uh, he seems to have got the support of, uh, of the other workers, doesn't he? So I think it might be a bit, end up being a bit of an unpopular decision if they do decide to demote him, which is stupid because it should be them at the end of the day. But I, do you think that Kirk is actually going to keep the job?
1: I think this is doesn't deserve as much time as we've spent on it already, to be honest. <laughs> this is all a bit frivolous and silly. And I, I don't think you're supposed to take this seriously. No. It was funny. It was weird. I th- thought it was a bit surreal. Sarah, Sarah holding
0: the thing right up to her eye was one of those scenes like, oh, there's no water coming out of this hose. I'll just yeah, hold no. it right up to my face and see what's going on. Is
1: this bullet stuck in this gun? I actually did that once when I was little. My my fan um not air, with a real gun like an gun. air gun like one of those like yeah. air gun things and it, I was trying to shoot it it wouldn't shoot so I looked at the barrel and fired <laughs> <Did laughs> it I lived it's fine
0: oh good thank you. Uh, there was nothing
1: that. in there but that was bad wasn't it mm. um yeah that's interesting good
0: stuff good stuff and that, that is it for the week that is our, our lengthy discussion eventually of this week's Coronation Street um Gemma, I'm going to pass over to you to give us your score first because uh, I know what I'm going to give. I can't
1: it. recall if I was going to if I was going to say anything else about that storyline.
0: There's nothing. To, there's nothing to it, is there?
1: There was nothing. It was fine. It was funny. Um, oh, I was going to say that that weird, weird anecdote that Sarah said, as she was talking about Lady Gaga.
0: Oh yeah. And she
1: was like, oh, imagine if Lady Gaga's, and she just said something really you, really. You, no, she lame. said
0: what was the name of the woman she was talking about? She was like. What well, what if Lady Gaga says to so and so, "I can't do it," and the other person says, "You can do it"? Yeah, no, like that was that. it. That was literally
1: <laughs> it. And I was like, "This is exactly what." You... Well, I said, "That's who wrote this." That's crap. And you said, "That's what she would say in real life." And yeah. I thought, actually, Coronation Street doesn't often give people rubbish lines, but when they do, it's funny because it's like, yeah, this is what people are like when they don't know what to say.
0: Yeah. Right, Gemma, come on. This week's scores, what well, are you this giving This had a it? wedding. Yes.
1: This had a court case. Yes. This had a kidnapping. Twice.
0: And also some other storylines.
1: Um, I quite enjoy it. I think Friday's was really... I thought Friday's was good. There was a lot Friday of Friday definitely
0: saved the week for me.
1: Um, I, I think I'm going to give it a four.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to give it four. <laughs> Guardian reading, bean eating... Hypocrites called Laura Ashley. Uh,
0: that that was a great. Uh, that was that in the hospital scene. Yeah. I think that Abu called a, a, a Toya. That I thought that was brilliant. I feel so bad for Toya uh, and for Georgia Taylor that her character is continually made fun of because of these her, these, her these traits. Yeah, um, I I'm not going to give it a four. I thought, obviously it was a big week, but because a lot of the week I was just feeling sad watching it, and I thought that the wedding didn't in any way live up to my expectations. Oh, I'm just happy
1: we got one. They pulled
0: in, ran under the bus. Yeah, it's good that they've got one, but oh uh, yeah but at what cost i'm giving it three and a half though just to you know recognize the importance of it and and friday saved it to me so i am going to give it three and a half hairy lodgers smoking on the bog <laughs> out of five yeah um character of the week um, i can't possibly give it to anyone in the happy Baby baby storyline because i wouldn't want to get lynched but honestly they are all as bad as each other i think in that well mate i don't know like you said, I don't think Toya is in any way as much to blame as the other two, but I, I'm not going to give it to Toya. I am going to give this week's um, Character of the Week to Aggie, because she, she stood up for what she believed was right in the workplace, and I, I also enjoyed the fact that she had her story. Um, yeah, I I, I, I think is Character of the Week this week. What about you? Are you going for Toya? Yeah, Toya. I uh, thought girl. you were. Would... You know, you've given it to her quite a few weeks can. in a row now, really haven't like...
1: you? I'm a maverick.
0: Do you, do you want anything else to justify or do we well, know at this point
1: I think a lot of people keep saying oh she's like and we've made jokes about this on on Twitter and stuff it is really funny how like if you say anything remotely nice about Toya you get all these self-righteous people replying and responding like well actually I think blah 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 but it's not a question the of people are
0: entitled to it's not, not like Toya as well it's
1: not a question of um Toya snatching the baby because it, Abby has already not been given custody when there was no one else for the baby to go to. So it, the courts decided a month ago, if there's a choice between Abby and anyone, literally anyone else, we're going to give the baby to literally anyone else. So Toya standing up and saying, I think I can do a good job of looking after this baby because Abby's not capable. I don't think that that is wrong. So I'm giving it to her.
0: good for her fair dues, fair dues. right um, well that is this week's street talk done let's move on and do some feedback no news 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 is next (laughs) okay we have got some news for you all this week just a little bit of news Um, and it was the Christmas party for the Coronation Street cast last week wasn't it last Friday we were busily recording episode 520 of the podcast the cast of the street we're out on the tiles, living it up yes. for Christmas. It's
1: basically Australian Christmas.
0: What? Yeah, I mean, because they
1: have um, Australians have Christmas. In in summer, so they have it around August. Don't Is this?
0: They? I, I don't even I don't even know that i read anything, or even asked anyone <laughs> to find out. although I probably should have done. I guess it was just delayed for COVIDy reasons, maybe.
1: Mm-hmm. I suppose.
0: But anyway, last week's um, Instagram and uh, it was flooded with people's pictures of, of of their wild night out on the tiles. And it may not be an award ceremony, but Gemma, everybody wants to know fashion, fashion. Ooh, did you like what they were wearing? Let's have some commentary on the Corrie Christmas costumes.
1: Costumes.
0: Oh, I thought they were wearing.
1: Yeah.
0: What have we got? What have we got? Well,
1: I think... Oh, no. I don't know. I... We're just
0: getting all these pictures from the Manchester Evening News article, by the way, despite the fact that Instagram had tons of them as well. They looked like they had a really good time. They had little funny, fo- funky photo booths, didn't they? Did you see some of those little... The, the yes. photo booth pictures where they had the, the funny glasses and everything and... It was fun, cool stuff, funny... Cool stuff. How
1: much fun and funny fun times they have? So many.
0: Many fun times. What did they wear? Good well, to see...
1: Semi-paste. See, car- and Carla...
0: Alison King.
1: Alison King is wearing a, a a white maxi dress with black polka dots all over it, and I thought this was the famous Sarah maxi dress that everyone was wearing a few years ago, but it's well, not it because the. F- the- <laughs> The uh, sleeves are the wrong length. So it's probably some very expensive designer one that just happens to look like Zara. I
0: think that um, she's kind of really leaning into the fact that on Coronation Street, she often got called Cruella by the people in the factory. Oh, and she's yeah. just there in her Dalmatian Dalmatian oh. outfit, I reckon. It looks
1: very cool on her. I do like that. That's a very nice style. And she's got a l- nice leather um, jacket in her hand. And you've got Samia... Uh, Long what's her name?
0: I I, I don't know whether is it she's long, a long chambon or a um, or Samia.
1: Something like that. I just call her Samia because we're friends. Maria Connor. And she is wearing is it a play suit or is it a pair of shorts? It's like a a little suit with shorts or maybe a skirt and a oh, this is so boring. A shirt top.
0: Yeah, and we'll just do um, a few. We'll just do a is few. Is it
1: Paisley? It's it's basically white with green green pattern. Yeah. Is this fun? Is, is everyone enjoying themselves?
0: To? I don't let's just scroll Hang down on. the page here. It was dancing. Jane
1: Danson is wearing a really nice lace shirt, but she does look like she's going for a job interview at BHS. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's got like a grey a grey suit jacket on with like a black pair of uh, of She she's very smart i mean
0: she is having a bit of downtime from corrie at the moment isn't she she's not like on our screens permanently so she's like Like, i must wear all the time vhs she's worried
1: about the recession (laughs) um we've got millie gibson who is wearing a very short both of these girls who's what's her name tanisha Tanisha Gorey. she's wearing a very short skirt and now i'm older i can say what my dad used to say oh it's a belt you're wearing a belt (laughs) it's like a really it's Um, Tanisha's wearing a white flared mini skirt very poofy with a black sleeveless top and Millie is wearing um, a very low cut I think (laughs) I can see something that I shouldn't be able to see um yellow dress um and she's got a (laughs) she's got a (laughs) she's got a Um, A necklace with M on it. Yeah, that's for Michael. She fell madly in love with
0: me when she met me the other week.
1: They've got nice strappy sandals on, haven't they? Mm. And now we've got... Harriet Bibby, she looks looks lovely, doesn't she? Um, She's got a nice, yeah, nice red satin dress, um, like a bandeau style. And she's also, maybe she's stolen um, Alison King's leather jacket. Yeah, oh, We've got the lads. There we go, the lads. Oh, so Mikey North is wearing... What looks like...
0: It looks like... Um, it's like a printout from the Hubble Space Telescope put onto <laughs> a like shirt. It's like a black
1: shirt. It looks like what I can see when I'm in a traffic jam at night and I take my glasses off. <laughs> it's like blurry like lights, like red and blue.
0: I think it's so funny looking at Gary, because we've just been watching on our classic Coronation Street recently. Gary Windas's first episodes, haven't we? Yeah. And he looked completely different they're like he's so kind of cool and suave and I've been on Coronation <laughs> yeah. Street for 15 years now yeah. but back in the first in the early days they, they really really chaved him up he looked like proper chief and everything but um, so it's quite funny seeing him yeah, again yeah
1: he's all he's scrubbed up good isn't he now Michael you're going to be shocked when I scroll down here why? They haven't got any socks on.
0: Oh, no socks on. Come on, boys. They're wearing trainers with no dads. socks. So you've got Coulson in a, like, yeah. a a beige shirt and T-shirt combo, some brown, uh, not brown, nice. black trousers, and Alan, just classic black outfit with a white shirt there. Yeah. Who else have we got? Is that it? Oh. No. There's... Look at Jules this week. I know. That's she a bit of a fancy one, isn't is it? It's a
1: really nice Buddhist yellow dress. Nice. Um... What, what is about, going on with this is just so she's got strappy um strappy sandals on you're talking about the mouth. um and it's it's got a strange it's like a v it comes down to a plunging v-neck and it's got like a bit of fabric coming out the front like it should be in a bow mm. but it's not tied up
0: unless she's taking granddad to the party oh no that's damn <laughs> He's bank
1: he is he just he just looks like billy yeah
0: he's basically. very nice
1: and very nice brown leather ah look at this one there's there's Dev, it's Jimmy in it. He's, Jimmy
0: Harkins turns up party on wearing motorbike. a
1: motorbike helmet, which is very Covid safe of him.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I'm not taking any chances.
1: <laughs> he's got a leather jacket. Leather jackets were like the secret hit of the evening, weren't they? Yeah, they totally Everybody loved it.
0: I'm uh, sure there aren't there any some, more
1: pictures. There,
0: there, I, I'm sure there were some more because lo- loads of people went. I, I think this is literally like a whole cast kind of went along sort of thing. But the Manchester Evening News website doesn't want to doesn't show well, us. Well, so we know that we know
1: that um, we know that
0: Georgia Taylor went. We know that Charlie DiMello went. I but I, I can't remember what they were. And the website just won't show me now. So you'll have to go. How and find are we ever going to find out? But anyway, I hope they had a lovely time on their Christmassy party. And um, well, that's, that's about it. Really, that's what, what we're counting as news this week. You, you see if you can find out for me, and I'm going to tell you the next bit of news, Gemma. Now, this is interesting, mm. because the Coronation Street Tour has lowered some prices Can't of admission. Um, so we've um, no one been cares fairly vocal fairly vocal about the extortionate price of the Coronation Street Tour, haven't we? Which is well worth the entrance if you've never seen it before, you've never been there. You still have a great time. And actually, the last time we went um, earlier on this year we had a much better experience than the first time. But still, if but, you um, don't
1: like getting run over by cars, you shouldn't go. Yeah,
0: you, we, we paid £35 each for our tickets, don't we? Well, now... That's
1: crazy. £70, that is, for, yeah. for two people.
0: So now, if you go after 3pm... Then, it only, then there's a 20% discount. So you only take, cost you £28 it pounds per ticket. I don't know. why. Well, maybe people maybe don't like not. to go to those. So that's quite good. If, you, if you're interested in going, but you haven't got quite enough money to, or you're a bit worried about the cost, you can get in 3pm. I think it should be £25. Pounds. Yeah, there's also going to be um, tickets from under 16s for £25.50 per person and a family ticket for just £80. And for that, you get two adults and two kiddie winks in as well. And if you're a child under four, you go free. So that's really yeah, cool. Yeah, but you won't enjoy I, it nice you don't understand what's it's happening. It's nice to see that they're responding to maybe some um, criticism of their pricing structures. Um, I'm interested to see where this goes as the year progresses because obviously we know that the Coronation Street tour is going to be expanding in the next few months. They've got the new, whole new building that they're, they're developing there. We'll be able to go in, see some inside sets, the shops and everything like that. So will they? are they kind of lowering it now and they're going to sneak it up again? Or is this new low price going to stay for the, the expanded experience later this summer? We will have to wait and see. I don't see. know. Did you not? No, no. I don't know. Well, of course. If I
1: could look into the future to find out one thing... Mm. It wouldn't be that.
0: Okay, okay. Well, according to their press release, you can now book tickets up until the end of June. Oh, great. Um, I don't know. We still don't know officially when, well, we don't know at all, when the new bit's going to be open. Um, I guess it's maybe going to be after June because you want to know what you're paying for. It'd be a bit rubbish if you're buying like you yeah. buying tickets now and you don't know whether you're getting the good one or just the standard one. But um yeah, or you buy a ticket and then doing.
1: next week it's like, Oh, we've opened a new bit, you sucker. Yeah,
0: yeah. So um yeah, watch this space. I would still absolutely say hold off for the expansion if you're thinking about going and you're like, Well, any time over the next six months I would go, do not go yet because you regret it when the new bit comes. Unless you want no, to go, you twice. go. twice. Unless you want to go twice. Um but anyway, that's that, it, that's that is it. good news. I just knew that. That's it. Um, and, and there's yeah, there's not much. Other, there's other things coming up, but it's not really news, is it? Like um, oh, we've got we've got Coulson Smith on telly. He's doing his sports thing next week. The games, um, BAFTA awards are coming up soon as well. And also. Um, if you are interested in voting in the final round of the British Soap Awards, voting is reopening for that at Tuesday uh, 10 o'clock on Tuesday. So if you voted for the British Soap Awards already this year, remember that was the long list. That was when we all going, yeah, get Charlie DiBello onto the short list. And then on Tuesday this yes. week, we will find out who actually has made it. you got to vote again. Um, and you can vote for your, uh, your leading performer, your best soap, and your best soap family, so vote for the other hands there. Um, and that is it for news. No, it uh, isn't. What, oh, what have you
1: got? I've got news because oh, go um, Mark Llewellyn is doing a tour. Oh, yes, this is
0: good as well. This
1: is really great. So this is... This um...
0: is Mark Llewellyn, who a, is a yeah. friend of the podcast. We've mentioned him before. He's very, he's very massive knowledgeable Corrie, Corrie bloke. Expert. Yes. He's an
1: expert on Coronation Street.
0: Up in Manchester, and he's, he's done, he has done tours in the past, and he's got yes. another one coming up, hasn't he? He
1: is doing this for charity, the Woodrow Wood Hospice, um, and it's cheap
0: this is cheap actually this is worth doing honestly
1: it's a tour of the Corrie set a trip round the key locations and coach for £40
0: £40 per person yep. so £5 more than the cost of actually getting into the tour and you it's... get to do the tour you get Mark going around with you who's an expert on all this stuff yeah. and you get to go and visit a load of things on location this is bargainous. so if you're in Manchester or you're thinking of being able to go on Sunday the 5th of June get onto Twitter find Mark Llewellyn And um, sign yourself up for that. It is well worth it. And the money is going to charity too.
1: Let me just make... Let me just find this um, because I think he's put the wrong...
0: You can find that address ad- on oh, no, the internet. Well, if, you, um, um, uh, if you've been also following the current News this week as well, you'll see there's been yet more Cabin Extra worthy news. We had our Cabin Extra segment last week about some spoilery stuff that we like to talk about in those sections. It was very exciting. And there was something else that happened that was just as exciting um, last night, I think it was. So we will be coming back at the very end of the podcast of the feedback section to talk about that little revela- revelation gemma have you found out
1: oh dear it's very it's a very long um very long address so i'm not going to tell you the whole thing but it's willowwood.info is the website and then you just you can find it but i think we'll retweet it as well so that you can find it there. There
0: we go, there we go. No, great, he's a great man. If you're in if you're in Manchester June the fifth, that is well worth oh, going to. Oh, definitely go. Definitely do go to that. That's nice. Hello from us. Right, we are gonna go on to the feedback session. So here it is. Okay, and onto our feedback to finish off the episode. Last week's um episodes of Coronation Street scored four point one out of five on the Facebook group, so Good week, good week. And um, from what I've seen so far about this week's episode, it's looking good as well. People seem to be really into Coronation Street at the moment. I'm, I'm enjoying it. There aren't too many too many moaners or distractors like us, are there? Well, like
1: us? What are you talking about?
0: No, you, no um, like, well, maybe we moan a bit. Like we had been moaning at the beginning of the year, maybe. Um most well, people, lots of people most are people just are just getting are,
1: angry about... Most people are getting riled
0: up. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's getting people talking. It's yeah. getting people feeling things. And and that's something, even if it's not wall-to-wall love for every single character, but you can't expect that, can you? Well, it'd be boring. It would, it would. Richard scored last week's episodes four and a half, knackered, in more than one sense, Undertakers. (laughs) Jonathan gave it five things going on up here that can affect the things going on down here, there. Oh, no, I said it wrong. Five things going up here that can affect things going on down here when we're up there. Out of five. Five? Wow. Yeah, he he liked it last week. And Heather, um, three and a half, out of five, back of the cupboard Spam sandwiches. <laughs>
1: I've never had a Spam sandwich. Have you
0: not? We, we have been going through a bit of a Spam phase in the last year or so, haven't we? Because you've got really into Korean f- cooking yep, and apparently that's it. all the rage there.
1: The best thing you can make with Spam is a Spam potato spicy Korean stew.
0: Yeah, that's quite nice. That and is if good, you want it? the
1: recipe, let me know.
0: Gemma, I've got a question for you. What did Re- Rebecca think about last week's Coronation Street?
1: Well, I can tell you, but it'd be quite a long answer
0: that's fine I'll, okay I'll read I'll, out what she thought I'll pin my ears back and enjoy
1: Rebecca said she loved this week and enjoyed the Mac stuff and even though I don't think he will die it could have been a nice twist
0: <laughs> I I do, honestly I think that would have been an amazing twist but completely unlikely with the with the recasting oh, having David lose a kid I know they've just <laughs> I know they just it's had like, only die fairly it. recently but but Max is—he's—he's he's almost an adult now, isn't he? That's fine. We can—he'd take one for the two, <laughs> for the drama.
1: Rebecca says, I "Absolutely loved Jacob doing first aid on Max, and maybe he could train to be a paramedic to further push along his redemption."
0: Lots what, of like people have—I've seen, yeah. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> Lots of people have seen that. That's a good memory, seen actually. Jude. has uh, have said that uh, that maybe Jacob's going to train to become a paramedic. I, I don't see him sticking around in the factory. That—that that, I don't want. That's a bit of a um. A character sucking black yeah, plague pit, isn't it, the factory? No n- offence, No, Duck.
1: But it gives you a chance to talk to other characters during the day. It does.
0: It does it doesn't seem to fit him whatsoever. Um it might be quite interesting, really, to see him train to become a paramedic and, and you know, they like to have on Coronation Street um people if they can't work on the street, then they get jobs off the street that involve coming to the street fairly <laughs> yeah. often, like like police officers yeah. and so on. And we haven't have we ever had a paramedic as a main character? I can't think of the top of my head.
1: I don't think so. No, but I think he seems more entrepreneurial.
0: Do you reckon? Yeah, I think what, he's... with all his drug packing and stuff.
1: Yeah, I think I think he'd start his own business. If I was writing for Jacob, I would give him all the stories I wish that they had given to Chesney. Yeah.
0: If if they if he was a paramedic, do you think he'd be able to help himself from like taking a mm. couple of? Uh... Bits of morphine bits or whatever. Uh, uh,
1: yeah, they probably don't count all that stuff. <laughs> Rebecca says they didn't
0: count the morphine when that Abby stole it from the hospital last year, did they? Do you remember when she pinched yeah. off the drugs trolley and nobody the got in trouble like, for that?
1: Damn, that was my lunchtime snack.
0: <laughs> right, Rebecca
1: says I also enjoyed seeing Trim up North again, and yes, I don't think we have seen the inside set since before the t- pandemic. I also liked Amy's scene in Roy's Wells, but yes, maybe we could have seen more of Amy's breakdown. I'm wondering if Bertie will call Nikki mummy, and that would creep Daniel out and send Nicky on her way. Still totally on Daisy's side, and I loved her scene with Jenny and Rita in the rovers. Always nice to see Rita.
0: That would be weird if Bertie called Nicky mum, wouldn't it? Considering that she did spend a fair bit of time dressed up as Bertie's mum.
1: Oh god, yes! <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be weird. I love George and Eileen together, but I worry there's something else apart from the snoring. I'm not saying having a snoring problem isn't important, it is, but there seems to be more of a build-up. George falling asleep in the coffin. (laughs) It wasn't in the coffin, it it was was in the hearth. I think you just, um, we we painted such a vivid picture (laughs) that maybe that's what people think happened. Um, I absolutely loved, and Gareth's face as Todd when he saw George in the coffin, forgive the pun, killed me. (laughs) I really hope George is finally the one for Eileen. Like you, Michael, I love Deb going through Tinder. It was just hammy <laughs> <laughs> no, enough. I'd forgotten
0: about that. Brilliant. So
1: and Jimmy killed it as per. I'm just worried that Tim might use Tinder to prove that he's still got it due to his problem. And that would show he's just as bad as Jeff. Go to Dr. Like Gaddis, please, like Tim.
0: Sam. Oh, yeah, there was that, see, there was a slight bit in this week's episode, wasn't there? Like a line where Tim was walking down the street saying, oh. um, I cancelled my medical Portland no, no, no. Man, but I want to yeah. get another one. No,
1: but that was because he had just met up with Faye and Faye was talking about her sad issue that she had about being infertile and oh, I think so it inspired him. Like, I can't mess around with this. I need to go to the doctor. Yeah,
0: both those windasses are... Not windasses. One's a Windass and one's... No, no, there's a Windass. Yeah, one's a Windass. One's a Metcalf. They're both from the same family. Both got problems with their reproductive bits.
1: It's a wonder that their family Something. tree isn't just terminating. In the genes... I'm feeling for Jacob so much and glad that Carla has given him, given him a chance. I did like his speech in Underworld and Kirk being the one who went for the cream cake first. Also good to see Dirk again in what seems like forever. I do think Jacob will be accused of doing something wrong and Carla will fire him. But in the end, it won't be Jacob. Carla will apologise. But Jacob won't return to the factory. And maybe, like I said, train as a paramedic. I also liked him taking talking about his friend who got stabbed and died.
0: Rebecca, you liked him talking about you his friend. You liked him. Who
1: horrible. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get though sometimes on Twitter if you write something like anything that people do like oh yeah, disgusting <laughs> this is real people have these problems I know um, Rebecca says I love Imran and Toya together however they are doomed I love Toya having fun and loved her dress I also like the writers mentioning she worked at Roy's and Sean's shocked by that oh yeah, really, 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 really. I do think they will get married but Leanne made a good point maybe Toya is thinking more logically with the courts that if they are married it will look better for the courts regarding Alfie she
0: absolutely is but that doesn't mean that she doesn't love Imran She it, 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 makes, it makes logical sense to her and she's very very desperate she was desperate with Susie she's desperate with this baby but it doesn't mean that she doesn't want to love Imran for the right reasons as well, I think. Uh, I think... <laughs> and Gemma's already spoken far too much about Toyota this episode. I can't Just say anything anymore. else
1: because I already said f- far too much. <laughs> I think Adi, Aggie will develop a crush but I don't trust Mr Thorne. He has that old school I can treat women wrong because I have a power vibe about him. Although it would be interesting if he were gay and Aggie just feels foolish.
0: I don't think that um, it's going to go down that route now, is it? This, Rebecca sent this on Monday. But it could have gone. But, it um, could
1: have gone. But no, he's and just let, a gambler. She likes that finally
0: yeah, attracted to gamblers
1: Ga- yeah. Yeah, yeah glad to see stew again but not really fussed about the eat stuff nice to remember slightly that emran and know and another boy wish they mentioned rana somehow character of the week oh, is
0: Rana, you're not gonna get that mentioned actually... are you when's the Rana redemption oh, it's
1: never. not gonna
0: happen it's oh so mad
1: That's gone. let it go um, character of the Week is Jacob and I give it four blind spots against Jacob although Michael and Gemma would also say blind spots against Kelly too out of five very true
0: very true thank you very much Rebecca and Richard is up next who says that he hopes you're well and enjoying Corrie Yes. yes on both accounts. I've fed back before about how inclusive and supportive I find the Conversation Street community you have created and can only echo the point which fellow listener Fiona raised in the Facebook group this week which unsurprisingly drew universal agreement. To borrow Fiona's quote it is a privilege to be a part of it. I certainly hope it grew it drew universal agreement because if there's anyone on the group that <laughs> would have typed in there no it's no, rubbish hey, it but, yeah, but kick it's him good. out. Um, it's very nice on our no, Facebook I'm group gonna... if you're listening and you're not in it please do join it. Just keep don't If you think you're too cool and young and trendy to be on our Facebook Facebook group well you're Probably wrong are. just um, ask your granddad how to sign up for an account <laughs>
1: <laughs> well no I'm gonna shut the group down because too many people disagree with me about um Toya and Imran oh yeah
0: there have been some anti-Imran and Toya posts on our Facebook group but we'll allow it
1: no I didn't we're not I a know.
0: dictatorship here no
1: I'm gonna shut it down <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna to to go as far as to call up um who's the robot
0: Summer's robot Zuckerberg oh
1: is he the one in charge of Facebook? Yeah, I'd be like shut the whole thing uh, Gemma, down. It's
0: called Meta now, actually. Oh, I that's right, fine. Meta. Yeah, yeah. Go on, go on. Tell um, me more. One new storyline. Anyway, which is-
1: yes. Very glad that everybody. It's not us that does it though. It's everybody being yes. being civil to each other.
0: Yeah, totally. I don't know how our Facebook group is so civil consider me and you argue all the time on the podcast I know <laughs> we don't set a good example do we one new storyline which has <laughs> particularly impressed me recently is the one with Aggie's boss like most viewers yeah. I get bored by the repetition of the adultery illness pregnancy addiction type storylines but appreciate that they have to be regurgitated because unfortunately they are typical of real life original stories must be very difficult to come up with because everyone, everything always appears to have been done before many times in Coronation Street and other soaps yeah I wonder when like the last truly original new soap story was.
1: Well that's why I think they start start doing more technology based ones.
0: Yeah, they say well they can't, it's like, this oh, can't no have happened anyway. No one's been before. cyberbullied. Yeah. I mean and, and there are there are so many untapped issues, I think, is the thing, isn't there? Like every day to day domestic stuff kind of has been done before, but you know
1: I know that's the trouble, but let's I look for another like, issue. Oh, Skin yeah,
0: lightening. Yeah, 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 we haven't yeah, nobody's yeah. done that one yet, you know, and
1: just whatever, what, what are Holly and Phil talking about? What what sad story have they got somebody <laughs> on the sofa crying about? Let's do something about that.
0: Maybe they have, like, um, a session in the, the Corrie Writers or the Storyliners or whatever to say, like, any drama going on in your family. Like, oh, disguised well. as a counselling session. Yeah, yeah. And they invite they everybody in. Ideas. Yeah, <laughs> love that, thank you. Um, um, well, I think they oh. should
1: go to... To a Hire magazine for some inspiration. Oh, yeah, my this week. dog married my husband. Yeah. All the other way around. I think the husband married the dog.
0: Yeah, dog married a husband. What? That's um, stupid. That was, yeah, I think, well, who was it? Max and uh, someone else. Is it even maybe Bernie Bernie and, reading? Bernie. Bernie reading that this and, week.
1: And uh, Yasmeen tried to read it, but she got told off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, what's the problem with
0: Bernie and Yasmeen?
1: Bernie was really horrible to Yasmeen, and I don't get why.
0: Is it? And I saw the, somebody else saying, "Why to do with the money?" I don't know. I don't. If anyone care.
1: knows, tell us because I don't think it's. I don't think it's well remembered. No. What that? What the act? Okay, I'm going to, to carry on. Is.
0: Richard says we know the added pressures on our national health service. Um, and we know the avid pressures our National Health Service has faced over the duration of the pandemic, so I hope that dodgy surgeon's story doesn't slag the profession per se, but I think it's an interesting story concept which I look forward to seeing develop. And if it gives Aggie involvement in a juicy storyline, all the better. I mean... I, I think it's good that they're showing that doctors and surgeons or whatever can be nasty pieces of work because if a whole profession so, yeah. is because you know let's clap everyone that's ever been in the NHS and nobody could do anything wrong and that gets a bit a bit sickening a bit twee doesn't it? There are there are there are gits in all um, walks of life.
1: Well, certainly there are very few professions that get such universal universal adulation mm. as like working in the medical field and um you know they they do get paid they're not like doing it out of the goodness of their hearts um so they are human beings i mean we know people that work in the nhs some of them bastards <laughs> i'm joking but you, you know what i mean it's like um of all the professions i think it's the most well respected and well received um but yeah you'd think that everybody worked there was like <laughs> Sainted sometimes. Yeah. I'm sure they get in moods, but they're, they're always very, most of them very, very professional, nice, lovely people. And if they're not, they're very good at hiding it. Yeah. But I, I agree with Richard. I do think there's a danger. Not necessarily that I think that they will um, sort of <sighs> r- ruin the reputation of the NHS, but I think they will be accused of it. And I'm sure that people have yeah. already started saying that it's not appropriate when the NHS is under such pressure. Notice how nobody ever cares about teachers. I know, I
0: knew you'd say that. This I was is, why I, this this is same why it thing. me. Why hasn't this trip to Glasgow happened yet? Or Edinburgh, was it Edinburgh? Edinburgh, Edinburgh yeah. I was expecting them to have come, gone, come back, written a report about it Anybody point, who this. wants
1: to complain about Mr Thorne get, bringing the NHS into ill repute only has to think that Daniel's pushed children down the stairs and nobody defended teachers Department of Education
0: is still going strong Nancy Gemma you can read this Nancy
1: says if Daniel had any thoughts oh thank you Richard
0: Uh, thank you thank
1: you Richard if Nancy uh, if Daniel had any thoughts about apologising to Daisy he would never have invited Nicky to move in he could have found Nicky another place to stay
0: it's not down to him she can find it herself
1: there's there's all these grown people that don't have anywhere to live (laughs) Nancy Yasmeen
0: will take you in Nicky
1: come and live with me Nancy says, I love the scenes with Rita, Daisy and Jenny and the Rovers. Also, the moment when Max told Amy he spunked her drink was outstanding. I love seeing Max River's reaction when the police showed up. I hope he doesn't escape the consequences of his actions. If,
0: if Yasmin invited Nikki in, she'd be like, all friendly with her for an episode and she'd be like, oh, you remind me how Jeff also went to prostitutes.
1: Oh, how could you? You probably <laughs> sold your Get body to out of my in.
0: house! Next episode. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Come back to She's me. telling
1: a bit Debbie. <laughs> hey, sorry! I I can't it. How much is your rate?
0: Terrible. Uh, continue.
1: Nancy says. What? <laughs> don't I didn't no, think you heard Dev her. don't
0: need no hooker.
1: <laughs> don't say hooker.
0: Text say working. lady of
1: the night. <laughs> Jacob helping Max was wonderful. Simon had no idea what to do. It was great that Jacob shared something with Simon about his past life. I'm looking forward to some great scenes with Jacob working at Underworld with Carla. I think he reminds Carla of Rob Donovan well interesting she, she
0: she has liked the bad boys in the past doesn't she it's true although no he's her brother scratch that i don't <laughs> <laughs> um
1: there's no there's no um there's no way to chart the murky paths of these coronation no, street characters absolutely impossible. um as i was watching toya and him man together i was thinking when is something bad gonna happen <laughs>
0: oh god just wait
1: Toya looked beautiful and so happy it was wonderful to see Leanne making up with Toya too I hope Abby will stop herself from disrupting the wedding give her credit for that I give her credit for that she didn't actually like storm in or
0: throw things I mean trying to kidnap Toya yeah she could have Um, she could have that could have not happened that wedding
1: um I loved George and Eileen the storyline so much that I tweeted Sue Cleaver on Monday night, which led to Sue saying how she caught COVID and my Twitter blowing up. I was so happy that people enjoyed the episode as much as I did. <laughs> that was funny. I love the Sally and Tim into of the bistro and I'm looking forward to seeing Agg- an Aggie storyline. I give this week's episodes four grey hoodies out of five. The character of the week is Toya. Uh, I give a huge shout out. To Jacob.
0: I do like Eileen. I'm glad that she's got a story, even if it's just a mini one, because she's barely done anything since... I suppose there was the Todd coming back story, but the feeling stuff was... She was such a main character there, wasn't she? And she's such a, a an asset to the show, I think. It's time they gave her something big and meaty to do but I don't know whether that's going to be suitable because if she's teamed up with George who is literally just a comic relief character I know he can do the serious stuff well but he seems to be just there for comedy I wonder whether them being together means that Eileen's not going to get the big ones you reckon? Because mm. we will have to wait and see Joseph is the last email for the evening and, uh, George well, and Eileen I, should it is, it is not evening at all it's afternoon at the moment Oh no, guys! it's 7 o'clock Crikey these these People Deceptive are waiting. spring nights. Michael, cool.
1: people are waiting for us. Just
0: wanted to send. We 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 painted more of the of the walls since in, in the middle of this podcast, haven't we?
1: Yeah, we had to go and get more paint and everything.
0: We we, we haven't been to the range since we started recording this this evening. Just wanted to send in a quick email before you two record the latest Conversation three episode. Says Joseph. In there. Well done. Just made it. Just pipped <laughs> it. In particular, with the developing storyline with Aggie and the surgeon. See, this, this has really inspired people, hasn't it? This Thorn storyline. Actually, line.
1: this is fascinating because yeah. It, this is really generating a lot of conversation. Yeah,
0: just because it feels a bit different. I
1: think it's because also nobody feels like they've got anything new to say about, oh, I don't really like affairs. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. As listeners might remember Joseph um, being a radiographer and he says that he's come across nasty A&E slash ER doctors, especially surgeons. Hmm. In the theatre or operating room, depending on the kind of surgery, we use a machine called a C-arm. Just as the name implies, it's an x-ray machine that's shaped like the letter C. We use this particularly for orthopedic surgeries like feet, ankles, elbows, etc. I've been part of many lower back, mid back and neck surgeries. Ooh. Of course it is pretty stressful working in the theatre. For some reason these surgeons, some not all end up having this God complex mentality where they can treat nursing staff and anyone involved in the surgery case like you total like total, you know what. I've been yelled at Aww. at the beginning. It's quite shocking eventually I've personally brushed it I off. See, this is really out. interesting someone having personal experience with that and I can totally see how for some surgeons whose job it is to yeah, save people. But Commas, they might get that wouldn't kind of you God really complex. get
1: egotistical I think it would go to you're my life you're alive merch. because of me I would be like I'm literally save people's lives all day long what do you do get me a baguette
0: yeah <laughs> Interesting. Um, I
1: I, so I refrain from it for the good of mankind. I just sit at home and don't do anything or contribute. There have
0: been times when we we're waiting to do a case and the surgeon themselves were busy texting or talking on their phone, good. acting like a teenage girl. Yes, I went there. Any, <laughs> another one was during COVID. One surgeon knew they had COVID, still went to work and still performed That's the surgery, terrible. infecting the surgery staff total that's, bell and
1: that's awful
0: <laughs> that really really is just like in curry there are no, there are real life awful and downright mean surgeons so i'm quite curious on what kind of rabbit hole the writers will be getting into with the storyline with aggie can't wait for the podcast well <laughs> you've had to wait for the podcast yeah sorry you had so to hope it was worth it <laughs> that's really good That's really interesting everything.
1: i'm glad that i'm glad that joseph Wrighton said that because Me too. i was feeling i was feeling really guilty that i just said that not everyone who works at the NHS are angels. I feel like I've said something did, really he, bad.
0: Joseph Joseph um, is in. Um,
1: Joseph doesn't work for the NHS. No,
0: he's in the he's in the Midwest. Is he? He's in Nevada, I, maybe if I'm remembering that rightly, and um, Las Vegas, maybe.
1: I know, but do you think that in America then all the all the medical staff are evil because they're only yeah, the
0: exactly. They would get kind in it in there. Well, right.
1: you don't get paid peanuts here.
0: No, I know, I know. Okay, we are. Not done. No, we are no. not done. We've got a cabin extra coming up. We have, yeah. haven't we? Yeah. If you don't want to hear about this spoilery cast news, um, I imagine most of you, know, you about people, know about it already. I bet some people... Some people right now are going, oh, where's the pause different. button? Turn it off. Now, this is something different to last week. There's two cabin extras in a row, um, but something else has just broken the other day that we think it's very well worth talking about. Um, if you're going to say... Uh, switch off now and say goodbye, then thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank, thank, thank you. you for for waiting for us to come this evening and as we said next week hopefully we'll be recording in our brand new homemade podcast recording studio it's just yes. a little box room but we're going to sit in there on a sofa rather than this horrible bed and I've just I've heard this has been rustling all over the place this flip and blanket all, e- all episode um, but anyway um, do get if in we, touch with us yeah. at conversationstreet at gmail.com or many of the other routes
1: And let us if you know what you think about Toya Imran and Abby. And and is there we, anybody
0: else who's on Gemma's side? I mean, and mine, I guess, about Toya here. Or is she uh, Is she the lone flag waver am I of the Team only one? Toya? And
1: also, can, will you still be my friend if I don't agree with you that mm-hmm. Abby is the sainted... Um, Mother of all People dragons. don't
0: think that about I think, honestly, everyone's just saying they're <laughs> both as bad as each other, Toya and, and Abby and, and Imran. That's, That's the problem with these kind of stories, isn't it? Like, they say, oh, is this, this person... Are they going to support this person or that person or that person? And they can end up just everybody finishing the story looking like a bit of a... Mugs. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: But, you know, Abby's done very many worse things than than what she's doing. And, you know, Toya... It's just Imran, really, that's um, been besmirched.
0: Yeah, and, and I would say it's only Imran who is really acting out of character now, although they're still giving him um, some kind of looks and glances to show, oh, this should isn't me, should I? Should oh. I do and anything for no, my No, Ben, kid. don't plant the jug's evidence, but... oh yeah, I, like, oh, what, are you winking
1: I've, at me? I've got something in your eye. I've,
0: I've said enough about that. Oh, right, what, what are we going to talk about, about Cabin Extra? Yes, it's Cabin Extra now. We've gone from feedback to read back. That's right, Stephen Reed is the next returnee and who would have seen that coming? No one. (laughs) We've all kind of said at some point in the last few years, especially since Georgia Taylor's been back on the show that Spider is gonna come back into the program someday, just for a joke maybe, but I don't think very many people were predicting, expecting. Or even hoping for Stephen Reed to come back on the programme. And uh, when I broke this news to you the other day, it was, I think like everybody, you were just a bit like, oh, what, really?
1: Yeah, I was like, what, why?
0: Yeah, so um, if you don't know, Stephen Reed was last on the programme in 2007, I think. And he is Gail's half-brother and Audrey's secret son. Who first made an appearance on Coronation Street in the late 90s when... um. He, uh, I, I can't even remember how he came into it I think it was just Audrey revealed to Gail oh, you've got, a, you got a half brother and then then he had some dealings with Mike Baldwin in the factory but yeah he was last in it in 2007 when um, he was going to invite David to so, Milan to do some work in his clothing um, business there but ended up taking Sarah Lou instead so it's over 10 years
1: Stephen Reed's even. dad is Grindelwald
0: no, no. that's Gail's dad Stephen Reed's dad is a guy called Malcolm Reed. He was in the program. He came into it, and in, um, I think he was in it in the late eighties, maybe. And 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 Audrey was a little bit smitten of Gale's him. And don't try dad. to figure it out. Um, so <laughs> this was um, broken in the Metro. This news uh, this week on Thursday night, Wednesday night. I'm
1: gonna say. So you by do, is Dumbledore Gail's stepdad?
0: No, he's his real dad. No, oh God, yeah. no, don't don't, don't <laughs> confuse me with this. According to the Corrie source in the Metro, Stephen's return comes amid Audrey's frustrations that she's being viewed as an old woman by the family. There are concerns about her welfare and her drinking, and so when Stephen comes back, she finds herself comforted by his support. It's the start of a big plat story that will put Audrey at the centre of the action again. The rest of the plats will be suspicious over Stephen and what he wants. So, what is he after and should Audrey be listening to the rest of the clan? Um, Stephen will make his first appearance back on the show in the summer as he starts filming in coming weeks. And um, Stephen has been slightly um, dodgy in the past. I don't think he's um, a completely uns- a completely scrupulous businessman. Um, has he got so- a
1: Canadian accent?
0: Oh gosh, yeah. You- okay,
1: yeah. I just making sure yeah, I remember him He's got a very Canadian correctly. accent, yeah. and he just kind of looks like a businessman.
0: Yeah, yeah. Al- Alma fancied him a little bit in the late nineties. She loves as businessmen. She does, she does. She's, She's like attracted keep, to it. like, he keep
1: me in popped collars.
0: <laughs> exactly. So um, this, is, I, I, I'm glad to see that the Audrey story is getting another boost later this year because it's just been bizarrely sporadic, hasn't it? Audrey's appearances and yeah. like... One minute she's backing into Rita in the car, then we don't hear from her for three months. Then she's saying, "Isn't the Queen lovely?" And then the she queen dis- is lovely. And then she disappears again. So um I hope that Sue Nichols is is doing all right, and she's you know she's going to be up for a big story later in the year. I'm really glad that the Platts are getting a proper Platty story. Uh, I know but they've had all the stuff with Max, but I, well, that doesn't really I count for me. I think
1: Audrey's going to die.
0: I don't know. We th- we said that if when Spider comes back, is that going to be because it's going to be uh, Emily will have died? Yeah. Audrey, I don't know. I don't know whether she's just gonna keep on going till the end. I do I do like it when they get a chance to say goodbye, but I don't know whether I'm ready for that no, yet. No,
1: Audrey's too young.
0: Well, she's quite old. No. <laughs> the other thing about Spider, sorry, I know we're supposed to be talking about Stephen at the moment, but there's only so much you can say really, isn't there, about that character. Did we mention on the podcast last week, or did I just say to you separately, what if Spider has a child?
1: No, you didn't. You didn't say it on the podcast.
0: Oh no, I didn't. And then I, you
1: made. And then you t- said.
0: I said horrible... yes. I, I, I said it in a WhatsApp chat, didn't I? That he's going to come back with a big egg sack full of babies that will burst all out, and Toy will be able to have all of them. Scoop them, them all out. she be a little spider mum. Spider
1: mum. I I, I. I don't Spider-man. think it's
0: out of the question that Spider and has got a child. And Toya ends up raising that with oh, him. Oh, I would love that. That would be for her. a lovely happy ending. As and I, then everyone would be like, "The happiest she ending be a would child. be that everything lives happily ever after Everything with Inram, and everyone. But it doesn't look like that's going to be happening. Um, but I will take Spider as my second option. Um, but anyway, that, that's, that's oh, you just imagine it, can't there. you? I don't. The need... Toya's
1: there, walking along, and then Wait, who's that? Spider! My goodness, I haven't seen you for years. Oh, Toya, I'm so glad I came back to see you. And then suddenly, Daddy, Daddy, when can we get vegetable lasagna? Oh,
0: <laughs> I love it.
1: It's oh, all I ever want to eat. Oh, hush, Penelope. This is my daughter, Penelope. She's mad on vegetables.
0: <laughs> no, she's yeah. not. Um, no? I, 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 it's her I mother died like, in a tragic aubergine like, accident. I, I think that she should have a silly... Um,
1: Penelope is It's not... A, a, no,
0: she needs to have a, a, a proper... Um, What's the activist name? Because we had spider, and we had log, like you know, mould or something like that. Mould.
1: <laughs> come on. Uh,
0: anyway, I think I um, don't. I don't need to lichen. see. I don't need to Moss. see Toya pining after a baby again. I've enjoyed it. Pine. But... That's a good name. Oh yeah, pine. There we go. Pine. Um, pine fresh. Pine, pine fresh. Um, so just give her a child and why not with Spider? Just give her but a
1: child and shut her up. For God's sake. We've had years of this now. I
0: don't know whether Spider's return is going to be long term. It feels like probably we're going back to Steven. It's just going to be a temporary thing because yeah, Steven's had really two stints so. in the show already and both of them have been Fairly temporary. So, um, so it would be nice. That This is the good thing about Coronation Street, oh, but also so I assume that every so often they do actually bring back these long-term, the, really these old, old yeah. characters, the family members that would naturally be popping up from time to time. Um, um, so I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it, but, you know, Stephen was never going to be on my list of top 10, top 20, top 50 characters that I wanted to come back, but I was still happy to hear the news.
1: I wouldn't to give him a good old squint.
0: Yeah, what, it's gonna really what's squint, your game?
1: Adam? And, um... Sarah was gonna suck up to him because she he used to be her boss. Yeah. And obviously she learned so much in Italy.
0: <laughs> I wonder if he'll be asking after Bethany. Could Lucy Fallon be coming back as well to complete the the trat? The trap The pat. <laughs> I don't know where the two comes from. Anyway, um yeah, I um, I I can't get a Stephen, huge amount Stephen of Stephen Reed is not it's not the look. most
1: thrilling um announcement, but there it's are still- a still lot-
0: yeah, it's not the most Potential. thrilling, but there are definitely a whole lot more characters that if, if it was announced that they'd be coming back, would be like, no, I don't really want them to come back. I like a good but comeback. <laughs> Steven's kind of in the middle of my list. Spider was right up there. Yeah, though, I'm not going to be like, top.
1: send him back.
0: No, no. But um, no, I, I, I'm really curious to see how it goes. And maybe, my, maybe he'll be able to improve my opinion of him. We'll just have to wait and see this summer. Like,
1: for example, I'd hate it if Tim came back.
0: He's already there, Jenna. No, it's, I've erased him. Left. Who's it, going to appear on screen first, Stephen or Spider? Because I know they announced Stephen. Yeah. I don't. Uh, Spider, I mean, I don't think that Corrie has even officially announced that Stephen Reed's coming back. You know, I think oh, that was just a it Metro secret? exclusive. Well, I mean, th- Duncan wouldn't have put it on the Metro without being given permission. But it's just, uh, well, I don't have thought so. So it's just I don't interesting. Think he needs permission. Oh, I don't, uh, well, he wants to stay in Corey's. Wants to stay in Corey's. Well, Book, d- you so, know, there's he?
1: definitely a. A give and take isn't there yeah. like we like we are in no way affiliated whatsoever with with coronation street um yeah i don't know where i'm going with that
0: so, we say we
1: can say what we like so, so we can, can say what
0: we can say what we like but we also keep quiet about things that we know that we're supposed to keep quiet about oh like, yeah, of course we? oh that's which occasionally it. happens Occasionally, so um, we will have to see which one of those two fine fellows makes an appearance first, or maybe they'll just come back together on a comeback week. Are there going to be any <laughs> other comebacks later this year? Is Carrie kind of on a roll now? Who do you now? want?
1: Who do you want back? Who do you want back? Come on, let's quick, quickly I just,
0: brainstorm. I, I, I know, I, I really like Janice back at the moment, and I know that Vicky Entwistle hasn't been the most popular person on Twitter in the, in, in the last week, but as the character, so I would be really interested to see Vicky Entwistle back. Obviously bring back Henry always
1: yes bring back Henry
0: um gosh you put me on the spot here I Don't know I have always got Irma Barlow as a long term yes. can't come back that I would like to say um,
1: bring back Lolly
0: yeah she's, she's too busy doing L- that I, I reckon now, Lolly
1: Lolly and uh Nikki could have a right old scrap
0: yeah I'm not interested in that oh um oh gosh who do I desperately want to come back he'd be my next
1: um Andrea and Lloyd. Oh yeah,
0: Lloyd, Lloyd and Andrea. Now, that They'd would be, be a good one to come They could back. bring a
1: baby for Toya.
0: They totally could, couldn't what they? What we should
1: do is have a bring your baby um, party. B Y O B. Everybody put their baby in the middle, and then you can take what one you want.
0: He's <laughs> he's like an old an old school comeback that like somebody from the nineties or something. Too late to bring back Reg Holdsworth. I think it probably is, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah.
1: What about Sherry Houston? Oh yeah, Is Maureen
0: she... can come back.
1: Maureen'd be quite fun. She could come back Holesworth and be because her and Audrey call. had a massive, you know, yeah, bitch...
0: over 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 bill. Yeah,
1: so that that because they were quite they were really sniping at each other. That could be quite fun. Yeah,
0: yeah. Bring, bring back... back, bring back Raquel, please. Bring back Emily. Because uh, Raquel... have we have we even talked about Julia on this yet?
1: I think I did. Maybe I did mention. It's still good.
0: It. Still enjoying Ra- um, Sarah. And I Hitcher am and Julia. also
1: enjoying watching old episodes of The French Chef on YouTube. Yeah, Somebody's yeah. uploaded loads of them and I know how to roast a suckling pig now.
0: Fantastic. Right, with that, I think we are done for today. These fine listeners have waited far too long on yeah, this Saturday to, to hear our thoughts about this week's Coronation Street. So we're...
1: Sorry that your bathroom is not as clean as it would have been because you didn't have our entertaining banter to accompany you.
0: Yes, indeed. Um so our next podcast will be out on Tuesday, I imagine. It's gonna be the second half of our wedding discussion. I hope you all enjoyed this week's stats. This one's just gonna be more about the uh the favourite weddings, you know, ones that have stood out to us, things that we enjoy about weddings, that kind of thing. Uh, and it's not too late if you want to to send in some feedback about some of your favourite weddings, you never know, we might read it out.
1: I don't think Torin and Imran's gonna break the top I 10. don't
0: think it is going to go down as an old time classic, unfortunately. But-
1: Will Spider will Toya divorce Imran to to marry Spider
0: Toya Nugent?
1: Now that sounds all right. Toya, Toya Nugent. Nugent. Yeah. I still think whenever I hear it Nugent, it. I think Nogget.
0: I just think that Battersby such an iconic surname for, for Coronation Street that um, I don't like it when they get rid of it i still not used to Jenny Connor, to be honest.
1: Wow, well, I'm glad that you support my decision to keep my surname because I am iconic <laughs> too.
0: <laughs> right, we're going. Time to do another coat of paint on our room. We will see you next week, everybody. Ta ra for Love now. You. Bye. The music for this episode came from podcast themes.com. <laughs>